3: For free at LuckyLandSlots.com Daily bonuses are waiting No purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply See website for details And now
4: folks You are about to witness The most amazing the most astounding living monstrosity of all time.
0: Yeah, that's right, bow sucker. Yeah, bow down to your master. You are the You are the Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
5: It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, kmod.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app, available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash 69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day.
3: Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good
5: morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Uh, We have got a little big, little game we like to call the one second game we're going to play. We've got best and worst of the weekend. We've got our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley is going to join us. And uh, so, if you have a question about a divorce or custody or anything like that, Jeff can answer those questions. And you don't want to not get that taken care of. He'll be in to you know clear all that up. And we're qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Make sure you're listening for that cue to play. And Brian Rogers of Tulsa just got qualified. Congratulations. Brian, you can get qualified like him. Thursday is the last day. Make sure you're listening to get qualified to score a hundred dollar Albert G's gift card in a case of Miller Lite every month through December. Thursday's the last day. It's all from Albert G's, smoking to please Miller Lite and KMOD. Well, I have to be honest. All the stuff that happened on Saturday, I think the city looks pretty good. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Pretty proud, of Tulsa.
5: Yeah. Everybody mind their P's and Q's? It was all pretty good.
6: Be <laughs> on you your best behavior. We got a very important company coming into town. I don't want to have
5: to get on to any of you. <laughs> right. So it's like, that, that were, the only thing that I saw that was like a major, there were two stories I saw that were like major. Mm-hmm.
3: He has to go to. Other side, side of, the of
6: the room. Yeah, Tunisia. <laughs> Tunisia. <laughs> yeah. Tunisia. That's a.
3: Tunisia. Nope. Oh, God. I think I'm maybe, I think I'm taking two countries and mixing them together. Where is that guy from on 90 Day Fiancé? Tunisia? Tunisia? He's from Tunisia. That sounds wrong. I know that there's a, ah, this is going to drive me nuts. Mohammed's from Tunisia. Tanzania? Mm, I know Tanzania is a country. Morocco? But I was, nope. I think it's Tunisia. Texas. No, I think it's Tunisia. I think I think Queens. I am right. <laughs> no, no,
5: I am <laughs> just glad you're back. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Okay, so
6: yes, you went to Tunisia yeah. to fix the computer. Yes. The okay. things that happened, happened on back. Saturday. You yeah, think we did pretty good. So there were only two. Things. Things.
5: There were two things that happened that mm-hmm. where I was like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. One of them was a person went down to the restricted area Friday night. Yeah. And shot themselves, killed themselves, like right in that area. Oh, wow. Didn't get a lot of news coverage. Mm-mm. And they apparently said something in line with, I- I'm sick of all the hate, something along those lines. Wow. Right. Wow. And so that was like, wow, okay. You're a little, I mean, I don't know why you would do it then, but whatever. Probably because that'd be the, uh,
6: I want to say the best time to get access to it because you got to think about a Saturday. Oh no, it's they locked that down. Oh, I yeah. know they put up barricades and there was high security or whatever. But I, I, would you would think like the day before, as opposed to the day of the security. I want to say would be lighter because it sounds bad. It's but, not okay. It's intense the whole time. Matter of fact, that night there
5: was a curfew. Yeah, yeah, curfew, yeah. curfew. There was a there was a cool whip that happened. <laughs> time to or go there's home. a coupon. Um, <laughs> But so that was that. And then the other one was the lady who got arrested, who was protesting, and she was uh, wearing, I think, a Black Lives Matter or I Can't Breathe, something to that regard, mm-hmm. and uh, a teacher from here in town, and she got arrested. And the internet went crazy saying that, you know, whatever, this is Trump's America, look at the police, thug, like all these things. And I watched the whole footage. Mm-hmm. She was asked, and they're like, she had a ticket, man. No, it, Trespassing doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter if you have a ticket or not. If you are asked to leave by the host of an event, and you do not leave, from that moment on, you are now trespassing. Yeah, because you were told to go. And, oh, it's a public street. It, it, in that situation, it actually is not.
3: Right, it's an event
5: now. It's now an event. Yeah. With a permit. Mm-hmm. So it's just not the same. Do do I think she should have been arrested? Probably not. But was she violating the law? Yeah. And the police, I think they handled it awesome. They were like, hey, just get up. Come on. Just move. We really don't want to. Ar- like, you can see they're like, ah,
3: come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Please, come on. I think Please. she was like trying
6: to purposely cause a scene.
3: Well, yeah, because there's like, you know, cameras around uh, and yes. it's this huge event. Everyone
6: and-
5: there was. Yeah. 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 And so people are like, she got roughed up. That's because she wouldn't get up. They had to pick her up. They had to use physical strength to remove her.
3: And I'm sure as the police officers are well aware that there's cameras all around. So it's not like they're like, oh, we're going to get her. Let's rough her up. Let's really hurt her on purpose. Yeah. (laughs)
7: Like, I'm
3: sure that they were clearly aware that there's, you know, a bunch of people watching. So they just tried to remove her in the most peaceful way that they could, which is hard to do. I don't know if you've ever like sandbagged somebody, like you know, where you don't want to move. You're like,
6: just dead weight. Yeah. Oh, dead weight? <laughs> yeah, you sandbag
3: somebody.
5: I mean, I can't say I've done it in the last 43
3: years. <laughs> oh god.
5: That's fair. It's been <laughs> I did it as a child. Uh-huh.
3: I think i, I think I, I think I pulled a good sandbag in the le- in the last 2 years at least, for sure.
6: Really? When yeah, in the for last sure. two years were you forcibly removed from someplace? <laughs> that you needed to... For real.
3: <laughs> yeah, um... Well, there. okay, there's one specific time where Jeff wanted to leave the pool and I didn't want to go and I was drunk and I was like, no. And so he's like, come on and pick me up by my arms oh my and I waited it because I thought it was funny.
5: Just curious. You're with a girl, you're dating. <laughs> I've been with <laughs> a while and they do that. What are you going to do, Gimpy?
6: Fine. Stay here. I'm going home. Goodbye. We will deal with this later. And while she's still sitting at the pool, I'm packing my stuff and leaving. <laughs> yeah can't deal with that crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I can't deal with that either. I'd be like, okay, goodbye. (laughs) I'm taking the car.
5: For real.
3: Well, luckily, you know, our pool's like... (laughs) (laughs) Stiff as a board, like, I'm not moving. You can't carry me. I'm stronger than you. (laughs) No, I just want to party. No! Oh,
7: my God. (laughs) God.
5: Yeah, uh, no. (laughs) No, but I may start doing that with my wife. <laughs> Just dead waiter every time. <laughs> she asks you to do we something. We do that at least once a week.
7: Oh. <laughs> I <dead> waiter. <weight> her. <laughs> hmm. Can't breathe. Get off me. <laughs> yep. You're slug. suffocating me, fat slug.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that was great for me.
5: Right, ah, Best two seconds all week. Thanks, honey.
3: Woo.
5: See you next Tuesday.
3: No, not see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, it's on, like on the calendar every Tuesday. Yeah. Right. Would you yeah. call me?
7: <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. Google alert.
7: <laughs>
5: but yeah, they're, she's going to get roughed up if she doesn't, if she does a dead weight because she doesn't want to go home from the pool. <laughs> right. And they're going to grab her arm. She's going to get sure.
6: That's the thing, man. If you just comply, listen to what the cops have to tell you, chances are you're going to be treated pretty fairly and not get roughed up. Yeah, I feel. I feel. Anyway, I could be totally wrong. Uh,
5: uh maybe. I feel like that's not the conversation for the radio this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a little darker skinned than me, but not much. Yeah. So, yes and no. Anyway, mm-hmm. I thought even like at the end, it got a, there was a couple. I'm not saying there were points of contention down there. Yeah. I'm not saying there weren't some crazy things that happened. There for sure were. But ultimately, I feel like in the end, I was like. I, you, it's like you have your hands over your eyes and you barely look and you're like, oh, okay. No, we're good. Oh, oh okay. that wasn't so yeah. bad. Right, that's fine. I'm good I with that. Tulsa. Yeah. Overall, I feel like that was solid all the way around. I'm not even talking about, like, what the president said or what happened. Inside. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about how Tulsa looked. That's all I care. I yeah. care about this community. Yeah, it's all so, lies on us. Yeah, so I care about how we came out of that and I thought we looked fine.
3: Mm-hmm. I enjoyed... Before watching, you know, people like lined up to like, oh, i I have to, you know, there's gonna be a million people here. I have to get my seat camped out with tents yeah. and stuff. And I was like, God, that's dedication. I love Taylor Swift. I wouldn't camp out to go see Taylor Swift, but you know, that's you know, that's not my thing. Whatever. I don't like camping, anyways. And even if it's in the city, yeah, even if it's even if it's in the city, too hot. I like air conditioning. It just, it, it just, that's a lot of commitment that I don't have. But I respect yours. And then. You know, watching on TV, I was like, I would be so mad if I was those people camped out and then I saw some empty seats of like, seriously, I waited. Well,
5: there was talk of that, that that when that's just like a common thing you do in events is you don't share the attendance Mm -hmm. or what tickets you try not to do that Mm -hmm. because you don't want to deter people from coming down. Some people go, well, I'm not fighting all that. You hear, a oh, million, okay, you hear a million okay. people, you don't go, yeah, let's go. Let's join the crowd. No, you go, it's, no, parking. A lot. I didn't go to the the, the Chiefs Super Bowl thing because I was like, I don't want to fight all those people. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. Nope. That doesn't sound like a celebration to me. <laughs> so I can only imagine there were people that did the same thing when all that was said. Now, regardless of whether there were or weren't or how the other, I don't, I don't care. I'm just saying that there were probably people deterred from going because mm-hmm. they heard the expect expe- you know the expected number of people that
6: were going to be there. Yeah, it's very intimidating. Yeah, a million people. Hell, even twenty thousand people is an intimidating number. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of people.
5: Yeah, just all around crazy. And then people posting pictures, like musicians posting pictures of they sold out that arena. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah. pink. sorry, wasn't you? And Nickelback. It was a very bizarre moment. Brian Vander Ark is a musician I like. He was the front man for the Verve Pipe. And he even tweeted that more people bought their second album.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <Yikes>. zing.
5: <laughs> but I, I, I've seen that happen, not just like that, I've seen it happen with concerts. Where they're like, oh, it's good, there's to- we've sold so many tickets, and then no one goes because they're like, I don't want to fight all that. That doesn't sound fun.
3: Yeah. I I was asking my boyfriend, like, oh, like, is that something that you would want to go to? And he was like, Yeah, I mean, maybe it'd be fun to just to experience that. Like, nope. No, 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 thank you. Not for me. I I'm not I would
5: have loved to have gone. But then when I heard how many people, I was like, I'm not no. No, no, no.
3: Yeah, just from an anxiety standpoint for me, too much. Way too much. I, <laughs> too many people. You too had much. me
5: at let's go somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I don't like one pat down at the airport, much less three. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to <laughs> go through the rings of security.
7: No, uh, right. <laughs> a good
3: time.
5: Hey, you missed a spot over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> of course you would
5: it. that so, And then my wife and I had date night that night. And we went out, we went to two different places, two different restaurants, and both of them were dead. Really? There was no one out.
3: How wonderful did that feel? I was mean,
5: that cut? was fine. <sighs> and then I felt like, well, maybe there was something I wasn't paying attention. Like, what did I not know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all crickets when you walk in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But we went to Mahogany. Yeah. This is, you guys are going to love this. We went to Mahogany, and then we went to uh, Fleming's for date night. Right? Because we had gift cards. Oh, gift good. card date night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The life of parenthood. Yeah. It was <laughs> awesome. Got these two gift cards. Let's go eat yeah. somewhere People, you know, because servers are always like, ah, God, gift card people. Yeah. <laughs> right. They come in, they're like, hi, what would you guys, thanks for coming in. What would you like? Pfft. Bring that Prosecco, man. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're getting Prosecco. They want a Prosecco bef- champagne before. They start. Mm-hmm. This is, this is going to be a table. And we're going to do two apps to start. Period. Ooh. That's the end of the sentence. Thanks. Here's our gift card. <laughs>
7: oh.
3: <laughs> One glass and two apps. Bye. <laughs> you watch the their disappointment in their eyes like, well, can yeah. I tip on this? Yeah, <laughs> Thanks
6: a lot, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy my own restaurant I, with this. I tip right.
5: <laughs> I'm going to open a spa. I quit. Shiny nickel. Euro trip. Uh, I, uh, tip on the full amount. I don't tip on the gift card amount
3: <laughs> on <laughs> after the gift card's
6: applied. It's $137 minus the 50 from the gift card. Right. Okay. It's an eight tip on 80.
3: <laughs> I went to the gathering place on Saturday and I didn't know that it had a, that it was closing early because of the, you know, Trump being there or whatever. And two miles away. <laughs> yeah. I will say there were some closing things that happened and I was like, Huh?
5: Right, the Reeser's on Fifteenth and Lewis closed. I was like, and b- I was like, why?
6: <laughs> we don't want protesters yeah. to come in and buy us out of eggs, buy and like right. eggs on the way, <laughs> eggs and flour.
7: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
5: seemed a little over the top mm-hmm. downtown, like around that area. Totally oh get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally get it. And then may- maybe you know Jeff Reeser and they had some information that we were not privileged to. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you hear they're going to close Fifteenth and Lewis grocery store. You're like. Hell, that's
3: that's like dramatic. fifteen miles.
5: <laughs> it seems really oh, far. It is, yes. From but what do I know, right? Well,
3: mm. So they were they have scooters or little golf carts like the people that work at the gathering place, and we were trying to leave. But if you don't know where you're going, it's it, really you can it, get you turned
5: can, around in there pretty quick. Oh yeah,
3: super quick, and the amount of like. Uh, panic it brought me because I kept getting yelled at being like, hey, you guys need to leave. We're closing. I kept, I kept being like, I'm trying to. I literally don't know where I am.
5: <laughs> right, The anxiety's kicking <laughs> up even more. Yeah, I'm crying. It's like the fourth
3: person has been like, hey, You know closing. what you should have done? What?
5: Should have just sandbagged, and then they would have carried you out, right?
3: <laughs> I should have. i the not closest leaving. Exit. <laughs> yeah,
5: I'm not leaving. Get a get a golf cart with the thing that lays down. I want to lay down too.
3: It would have worked. That would have been a prudent
5: sandbag.
3: Well, I'll keep that in my back pocket. Next not because time.
5: you don't you want to continue to have you know white claw, no law, <laughs> poolside. Uh, All right, so we've got uh, the one-second game we're going to play. Best and worst of the week, and our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley will join us, so get me your questions about the divorce you're trying to get through or you're thinking about doing or custody, and Jeff will answer those questions when he's with us at 9 o'clock. We'll take a break, and we'll be back.
2: Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, but we cover them here. We put the link on our Facebook page if you want more, facebook.com slash BMMS69.
8: It's time for news quickies,
6: world news, local news, and news that just makes you say what the f. Now here's Corbin Gimpy and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 975, KMOD.
3: Woman makes six thousand dollars a month by financially degrading men. So, Sophia Lips. Um, this she is a transgender woman and she's had a ton of a ton of surgery. Um she has had her cheeks done, her chin done. Uh, is that her? Yes. Uh, that
5: does not look right.
3: <laughs> so she no, she, it,
5: like it, her yep. her lips look like clown.
3: Yep, she has had a ton of uh, cosmetic procedures to her lips, um, and she that's why her name is Sophia Lips, and she wants even huh? more procedures. Um, she's had two nose jobs, veneers, Botox, and she wants to go to Miami to get yeah. her boobs oh my done. God. <laughs> And so the way that she has funded this is by financially degrading men. And this is like a niche. And um, she explains in a story of like people will contact her and like, hey, what would you like for me today? And she will say something like, I want you to empty your bank account. You dirty pig! <laughs> and give me your money. <laughs> and men pay okay. her. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that, Good.
5: They deserve it.
3: <laughs> she so yeah, she started really. out as an escort, and then I guess found this whole niche market of men that want to be financially dominated by women and told what to do with their money, i.e., give it to me, and that is how she has funded her. Entire new look. Good and, for her. And continue good still. Good for her.
5: You dummies. <laughs> you dummies.
6: Yeah, if you're going to find somebody dumb enough to do that, take advantage of it.
3: Gimpy, I'm just saying you might want to try. I'm
6: good. I'm good. You don't, wouldn't want to... Don- I don't need to do any of that. You wouldn't want None wanna-
5: of it at all whatsoever.
3: <laughs> okay. No. Oh, hold on. No. Wait, just no. let me... Just, <laughs> it ain't uh, happening. N- n- no? I'm not. God dang No
5: one's making you. <laughs> Calm yeah. down. Let's play this out. It, it, just
3: a <laughs> little, little second. Okay, so... Even if it's um, another woman, if you were to call up a girl, uh, call up a female and be like, "I want you to empty out your bank account and wire it to this number right I'd now," I'd be like, "New new phone, dirty who is?" Right?
5: Uh, no, I'm good. I would be like, "That last part was awesome, but I, I'm not mm-hmm. giving no." Mm-hmm. Dirty, empty my bank account? Are you crazy? You could say, "Please, you dirty <laughs> slut." <laughs> not just dirty slut. Listen. It's a, it's a little weird. Just, a, just, just a skoosh. I'm talking about. Ooh, okay. I'm talking about the the men who like that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a little. It's a little weird. It's
3: a lot weird. Would you be okay um, if your wife or be your girlfriend um, did this as a job? No.
5: no yeah, it'd be go, awesome. Go get a real job. Yeah, go do it. That's fine.
3: I think. I would do no, it if it's I, not okay. I was going to say, I, I man. Say, I'd be fine with it. Totally no,
6: opposite here. You'd be fine if Jeff right. did that.
3: Yes, get in the call, baby. It's, Go yell it's at sexual. girls.
6: It's sexual. Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, but you're not showing any, you know, P or V. You don't know You're that. just yelling at people to give you money.
5: So you're saying that this relationship is 100% nothing sexual. It's just verbal.
3: Yeah, that—that's. I don't I mean, believe
5: that. I'm. I'm just. Then why do all the Botox? Why do all the mm-hmm. other stuff?
3: Well, because I mean, it does also say that she sends saucy pictures, <laughs> so. So then
5: it is sexual.
3: So, well, I guess yes, it's both, but I think the point is of like the men—they want to be um, dominated and sure. in a financial way. They want someone to yell at them. Who do these things with and tell them what to do with their money. I'm so lonely,
5: <laughs> so uh, No, I no. You I don't mean, think no. you don't think it's just lonely men who have money and
6: they're like looking for some kind I of attention. I don't know very
5: many people that have a lot of money that are lonely. They have plenty of people that want to be around them. <laughs> the the thing that I think it is is they're incapable of having a, a, like a, a meaningful relationship. Mm. So this fills that void. They're in control of it. It yeah. goes away when they want. It it feels that I-need-a-relationship hunger.
6: Get a cat or something. Because
5: <laughs> the cat will come and go as it pleases.
3: Okay, you don't want to masturbate
5: still- to a cat. It's not okay.
3: That is such a good point, Corbin. It's oh not my okay. God, that was such a good point.
5: These, no, there's a sexual, meaningful relationship they want to have. And that's what they're trying to have here. Hey, it's been illegal in the state since 1890. Punishable uh, to 10 years in prison. We looked it up. Remember, <laughs> that's bestiality. It's not masturbation. <laughs> there's, I think there a I, listen, listen, if listen. you do it in
6: front of the cat, it's a you're weird. No. Cat or dog? If the animal, if you have a pet and it's in the room while you're pleasuring yourself, a, if there's it there's walks in, you can do.
5: that's different. If you're
6: like locking eyes, weird. That, that's what makes it weird. Hey, that's weird. what makes it weird. Well, yeah, you're looking at the animal then at that point and continuing your business. You don't stop for a second, put the animal out, and then go back to what you were throwing in a pet.
3: I love dogs so much, and I just had the thought that, like, so many dogs, I'm like, oh my God, you're so cute. You you precious little pug, you've watched your owner masturbate on or accident it, god
5: knows whatever else yeah, yeah right yeah. like yeah. they animals seen could talk things, yeah
3: they've seen of course things.
5: they have spe- like think about if you have a dog like you want your dogs to be on the bed right yeah so then what are you gonna do when you want to have alone time with your partner you gotta like get down stay down get down get down no, put up. them outside lock the door like all these things
3: right and that then are extra, uh, then get it's way off the bed forever it's whimpering outside <laughs> yes. and i'm just trying to get some and i'm like oh my god but pork chop needs us too what do we do yeah oh. yeah. yeah i didn't think about that it's
5: a giant hassle
3: i just you know honestly i don't really think that too deep into it i just scroll through instagram <laughs> and look at cute pictures of puffies
5: honest to god truth <laughs> When Allie and I first got together in the beginning, right, her dog would sit there and stare at us. It's awkward. And I would be like, I can't, I can't. She's like, just ignore it. I'm like, huh? It's staring. It's like, like, it's like this. It's like, you're doing it wrong. Oh ah, no, my God. Right at the side of the bed, just locking eyes.
3: <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. And I'm like, yeah, it's like,
5: (laughs) Like, just just make a mistake, bro. Look at these guys. They don't even know what they're doing. That's not the right position. What is that?
3: That's not doggy style.
6: That's human style. Michael Corleone makes an offer, police refuse. Uh, Down in Florida, the police got some reports of a drunken disorderly man. Apparently, he had an open container of Natty Light and an open bottle of Captain Morgan's. He was getting lit and causing trouble, yelling loudly at the citizens and hot knots. So the cops come down, they question the man, they try to get his identification. He says, my name is Michael Corleone. Kept telling them over and over and over again. Well, they did their computer search and nothing pops up. Michael Corleone, because er, he's not a real person. So this dude, we'll call him Michael for now, uh, submitted a fingerprint scan, which actually comes up with his real ID. Fifty four year old man named James Ransom. Uh, they went ahead and arrested him for giving a false name to law enforcement along with disorderly intoxication. He pled no contest. He's out of jail two days later. Apparently, he's a transient who happens to be in trouble all the time for drunk and disorderly and fighting
5: the cops and whatnot. What? I know. That's a shock.
6: Crazy. Hmm.
5: Man suing his date for cold sore infection. This is a man who's filed a lawsuit against a woman whom he says gave him a viral cold sore or, as most people know it, herpes. 45-year-old Martin Conway claims that after going out on a date with the woman and kissing her, he contracted the herpes simplex virus. He now says he is traumatized following the meetup.com date because he has to deal with the virus for life. He is seeking over 236 thousand dollars from the woman who he says had a moral and ethical legal duty to warn him of her condition she has since filed to get the case dismissed and called it frivolous abuse of the court process
7: what
3: i I do think that if you have whatever chlamydia gonorrhea herpes of the mouth and You give it to somebody else if you know that you have it and you don't tell that person. I do feel like you should get in trouble for that.
5: Um. Okay.
3: I just I.
5: Okay, so let when and how? There was one date.
3: Well, I mean, if you knew before, like, yeah, I I have. You know HPV's.
5: Hey, go. So you're you're herpes. Sam. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Oh, hey, before we get started, I have HPV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I've all her- do. I've, I, well, no, you said tell everyone. Yeah. You have to tell them everything you have that could cause infection.
3: Okay. okay. Right.
5: All right. HPV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got herpes simplex one. I I think I was with someone that knew someone that had someone that had the HIV. Oops. So like, I I mean I don't know. And I also am uh, asymptomatic COVID. Great, you ready to go in and have some bacon wrapped scallops? What time? When is a prudent time to do that? I
3: right we're before not ta- you put your infected mouth on mine.
6: Okay, so. So this guy, real quick, went on a date with this gal, made out with her, and didn't notice the weeping sore, the oozing <laughs> herpes sore that's on her mouth, and yet still made out with her. Bro, that's on you. That's on you, man. Uh,
3: give you this kind of a great point, actually, because right. if I mean, I mean, it you never cover says they
6: kissed.
5: <clears throat> they could have shared a drink. Oh, yeah. They could have tasted food. Oh yeah.
3: Mm. Lady in the tram style seven.
5: Billion people under the age of 50 or nearly 70% of the population have herpes simplex simplex one.
3: And that's mouth herpes? Yes. So like cold tours. Yes. Yeah. Nearly
5: 70. So now seven out of 10 people, but I got to tell the three people, (laughs) get on the
3: train, man.
6: Just get your herpes and go. Your your ignorance, (laughs) (laughs) your ignorance isn't my
5: fault.
3: (laughs) I just I, I don't wanna have mouth herpes.
5: Don't it. kiss or date or touch people. <laughs> that's part of being sexually active. You take those chances. That's part of that's part of it, man. <sighs> All these stories are on our Facebook. Glad you're back. Facebook.com slash BMS69.
2: Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Bad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 975 KMOD. <laughs>
5: Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I love this text. Did you ever think you would be arguing at what point do you cross the line into bestiality? Yes. <laughs> There's very few topics that surprise me anymore that we cover on this show. Uh, all right, so Sam is back and she's got sports for us.
3: So thunderstorms postpone the cup series race at Taldega Talladega Super Speedway. Um, It was still an eventful day at the Alabama track. NASCAR said a noose was found in the garage stall of Bubba Wallace, the circuit's lone full-time black driver who was instrumental in the sports, instituting a ban on the Confederate flag at all races. The controversial Civil War symbol was still present, however, as a plane uh, flew over the speedway prior to the race with a Confederate banner attached along with the words Defund NASCAR. The flag was also <laughs> spotted on the streets. They're not to the publicly track. funded, man. <laughs> <laughs>
7: um,
3: and as for the race, it was rescheduled for Monday with a 2 p.m. Central start time, which uh, I don't understand. If okay, your sport is driving a car really good, right? Yeah.
7: Yeah.
3: It, football players they play when it's snow. Yeah. When it when it's raining, so. Why? I don't understand why a thunderstorm. I feel like if you're going to be good at driving, then you'd be good at driving in the rain, too.
5: Yeah, because why
6: can't they just turn their windshield wipers on? (laughs) Sam, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you did 225 miles an hour in the rain? Listen. Listen to the guy who knows what it's like to ride in the rain. (laughs) And ask him if it's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, That's one thing to do 65, 75, 85 in a car
3: uh-huh or mo- a second.
6: 200 plus though
5: a little ridiculous so the track a mm-hmm. lot of of the tire gets broken down onto the track so mm-hmm. when it rains it's super slick they were showing the dryers yesterday going around and they were on the embankment especially at talladega the embankment's really high mm-hmm. and they were sli- the they were sliding down and they were going 10 miles an hour
3: well why don't they so it's just dangerous why don't they just salt the track salt yeah like- what would salt do I don't know, be better grippers. It works when it snows. You know,
5: salt, this sand. This isn't snow though.
3: Oh, sand or kitty litter. I know they, something.
5: They, okay, it's a combination of salt and sand because mm-hmm. salt will help break down the ice.
3: Yeah. I'm but just this saying.
5: This isn't ice. Yeah. This is water.
3: Okay, so kitty litter. It'll soak it up.
5: And then they have kitty litter getting projectiled into the air. <laughs> you ever driven behind a dump truck when they don't have the cover on and the dirt's kind of flying off and it tings on your car?
3: Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Figure it out. It's your sport. It's weather. They do
5: figure it out. They wait until the rain passes. They just push it a day. Baseball games get delayed. Football games get delayed. It's a common thing. Weather is a common thing.
3: I feel like I've watched people play in you know in other sports. I feel like I've watched them play in the snow and in the rain. Yeah, and there's it's thresholds. There's yeah.
5: thresholds. Right. Mm-hmm. So like uh, in football, lightning. Baseball, right. lightning.
3: Yeah, that makes sense because, you know, you don't oh, want to do no, that. Push through it, pussies. I mean, lightning's a little different than, like, it's sprinkling.
5: I'm just saying they have thresholds to delay the game it's and just, push it to another day.
3: You want to be the best driver? Well, sometimes it rains when you drive. So if you're going to be the best driver, you got to drive through the rain.
5: Yeah. I don't know if NASC, people that ride, drive NASCAR say they're the best drivers. They're the best NASCAR drivers or the best race car drivers. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they say they're the best drivers.
3: Ooh, I. They're just wonder... taking left
6: turns. <laughs> now F one. Now that's where it's Except at. Except that road track <laughs> in Sonoma, they do that. <laughs> yeah, right.
3: <laughs> I wonder, left, left, like, left. oh crap, there's a right. If whoever the you know, Jeff Gordon, he, he's dead, isn't he? Nope. Okay, Jeff Gordon retired. Wonder, yes, retired. I wonder if Jeff Gordon and like if he and I could. If I could pass a driving test better than him. Like you no. you no, hold you, on. No. You would assume that that's where you're making the mistake. You would assume he's a NASCAR driver. Like he'd be so good at it, but maybe I would be good at it because I'm I'm better because I'm used to normal street driving. He wouldn't use his blinker he as much. He drives
5: in the street too.
3: Yeah, I'm just saying he doesn't just <laughs> I bet I bet that I could be better at it than he would. Because he – you know, a little extra cocky because he's like, I'm a race car driver. He
5: just whips in and out of traffic?
3: Yeah. And me, on the other hand, very diligent, use my blinker, check my blind spot. I'm just saying. You use your blinker every time? I mean, yes. For this argument, yes. <laughs> 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 That's Balls to Wall Sports. I'm Steven Sam on 97.5 KMO
5: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Norma Gray of Muskogee heard the cue for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. And we are going to be finishing qualifying on Thursday. I believe, Gimpy, we're the last ones... To qualify somebody on Thursday, right? That is correct. So uh, we will have the absolutely last qualifier, and we'll find out who wins this week of getting a $100 Albert G's gift card and a case of Miller Lite every month through December for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. It's all from Albert G's, Smoking to Please, Miller Lite, and KMOD. Time for Best and Worst of the Weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Sam? Sam?
3: The best part of my weekend was um, my boyfriend bought me a Baby Yoda doll, like a Mattel, perfect replica Baby Yoda doll, and it brings me the most joy. I like, we kept dressing it up and like putting a hat on it, making it look like a tourist, and then. Making Jeff would like barely open the door and like make it look like it was walking into the room and it just I love Baby Yoda. It makes me so happy and I was so happy to get that present. Have you
5: watched Mandalorian? No. So you don't even know.
3: (laughs) No, I just love Baby Yoda. That's it. I just like looking at memes. I just think that it is the most adorable, like second to puppies is how much I love Baby Yoda. So now I have my very own and it makes me, it seriously makes me so happy. Sam
5: sent me a picture of this mm-hmm. with headphones on in front of a microphone. <laughs> and we hadn't seen her in like you know, a week, if not more. And I was like, wow, you look different. <laughs>
7: You've
5: changed. You changed. Something's different. I can't pinpoint it. Did you get your Botox? <laughs> You feeling all right? You're looking a little green. No, I need it again.
3: Um, and then the worst part of my weekend was on Friday, I spent two and a half hours on the phone with um, TriWest, my healthcare insurance provider. Is TriWest VA? hmm Yes. Is and that it, the
5: company that runs it?
3: Yeah. And it was an excruciating long conversation and a long time on hold. And then... I almost got to, like, okay, we've got this done, got this done, got this done, and then I got disconnected and had to start the entire oh my God. process You didn't get disconnected. All over. They
5: disconnected. Like, I always you know try what? to be, uh-huh. like,
3: extra <laughs> super sweet. Like, I'll even sound a little bit more Southern because I feel like people trust a Southern accent more. Okay. And so I'll go out of my way to be nice so that I won't be hung up on. And, like, you know, it's manipulative, but I don't care. I just want help. And I know that, like, before you dial that... You know? Like, do you get
5: all Britney Spears? Like, hi, y'all. Uh,
3: Probably a little bit.
5: Like Really?
3: I, I'll i be like, oh, my God, I so appreciate... How are you today? How's your day been? Well, that's like, not
5: Southern. That's just being... It's no, called manners.
3: No, ah. but... Okay, I'll do my Southern voice. Like, oh, my God, how are you today? How are you doing? How's your day been? Has it been hard? It's Friday. Weekend's almost here. I try to gimpy it <laughs> up. Like, you know, come on in. The water's fine. Like, just overly nice so that way I won't get hung up you or, mean or, manners no but like overly <laughs> manners like because I feel like but it did me no good probably they'd see it as sarcastic and that's why I got disconnected right. at it's the not end. a real good
5: southern accent
3: I can't do it that well. So they're like, you know what? She's faking.
5: <laughs> right. this
3: <Fsb. laughs> right. Hold
5: on. Let me transfer you.
3: I see You'll you. You'll hear right. a series of clicks
5: and that means this is over. Mm-hmm.
3: So literally probably 85% done. They're like, okay, we'll put you on hold and uh, we'll write back with that number, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, awesome. So close. And then Nothing. That and I was like, "Hello, hello," and looked out at my phone and like, "No," because the amount of times I'd already been transferred, it's like a maze. I couldn't tell you what extension to get back to, so it was just sure. a pain in the but ass. But they phone give call. you a case
5: number? Like, are you given like a case number? No- like, I'm here's what I'm going with is when I call to have like service done on my internet or whatever, mm-hmm. they go case number five six two three. If we get disconnected, you can refer to that case number. No, and I've had situations where you get disconnected and I call back. And I'm like, Hey, this was the case number. It takes a little bit, but they're like, Oh, okay. Let me look. Okay. I see the problem. Yes. Da-da-da-da-da. I can see where the, it was left off.
3: No, you give them, they your, don't do that. They give you your, your social security number. That's your case number. And so, you know, I've, they have a long history, so they have 11 years of notes and all that stuff to go back to. Right. So, t- to go through, like, once you make headway and you're so close to being like, hey, all right, awesome, that's approved. Can I have the number for, you know, that approval, all that? Then you have to call back and start the entire process over again. It's disgusting. Of like, back in 2009 when this started. So, right. <laughs> like, and starting again. So, that was just a really rude thing to happen on Friday. Is it,
5: can, it's safe to say there are really, really smart people that have served our country. Yeah. That's a totally, I probably, I'm underestimating that state. That's are underest-
3: to one, yes. I, did I say,
5: huh, anyway, right, is this on? I feel like that's, I know I'm 45, but anyway, so, that just shows how messed up and the bureaucratic red tape that goes along with it. Because there are smart people that have served our country that have had to experience the system, the VA system, mm-hmm. and are like, yeah, I can't fix it. Because you would think somebody, usually that's how anything changes or evolves or grows or a new product is introduced. so someone experienced it and goes, there's a solution here and I can find it. Well, but no, it's not. It's still the <laughs> same stumbling mess.
3: And I think it's harder, too, because like West. it's not specifically like, oh, this is a Tulsa VA problem. It's not. It's the umbrella helping every veteran. So the person I'm talking to could be in Kentucky trying to help me here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, trying to, you know, doing the same thing I am, Googling doctors to be like, do you know their address? Like that kind of stuff. So it's even worse.
5: To be fair, the experiences and stories I've read about people trying to deal with unemployment because the you know, the influx of people that are filing for unemployment mm-hmm. sounds eerily similar to what people go through with the VA. Phone calls taking forever, not getting called back. Things said they were going to happen that don't happen. I mean, it's some of the stories are quite similar. So maybe it's just a sheer volume yeah. Yeah. of people that are going through it. But nonetheless, I can't believe there is not a focused, concentrated effort to make that easier for people that have served our country. It's bizarre to me.
3: Yeah, I like the way you think.
5: <laughs> I I wish I had the intelligence to fix it. I wish I did. I don't. I can, you know, barely fix little things.
7: <laughs>
3: I, I don't even
5: really fix little things. No. I probably Tim Allen them up.
3: <laughs> I think I just have to have the patience to deal with it better, rather than yelling at my phone.
5: Yeah. Well, you might probably you probably go into it going, oh, this time it won't be like it's been. <laughs>
3: Yeah, right, right? That's the
5: first mistake. And then you get kicked in the crotch again.
3: Yeah, like oh, 85% done. This is awesome. And the like you would have thought I had been stabbed. The I screamed at my phone so loud after sure. I realized I had been disconnected like Hulk mad. Right.
5: Or there's not, like, an online process that you can go through and, it, it like, you fill out the, the, like, that way it's documented. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like a forum, like, you do a thing and then they reply and then, like, you can go back and see all the notes. It's just so weird. The technology feels like, for as an outsider looking in, has not advanced.
3: Yeah, they're stuck in the way they're like, well, this is kind of worked. <laughs> we'll just kind of keep doing it this way. But uh, yeah. whatever, it's free, so I guess I can't clean that much. I feel like you can. I feel, well, it's not free. <laughs>
5: it's not free. Well time isn't free. No, it it was part of your compensation.
3: Oh, right. That's So is it's true.
5: not it's not free. Yes. Right. I'm I not just, talking about tax dollars. I'm talking about your what you signed like You're this signed is what in. you got in exchange for. Mm-hmm.
3: At those super frustrating times like Friday, I have to just remember that there was a thirty thousand dollar bill I didn't have to pay. And that's wonderful.
5: For people that serve our country that are injured in combat mm-hmm. or have really horrible things happen, mm-hmm. do they, too, get hung up in, like, dealing with the, the system?
3: This How I, does it work for them? Just, do they have even, a caseworker
5: that does all that for them?
3: I don't even want to—I hate to even—I'm not in the same category as this— as a wounded warrior, but I have a service-connected disability that puts me in that same category, so it's the same. Right, treatment. you don't like
5: saying wounded warrior. Yeah, because I'm. I'm I don't. Your class Your injury is classified.
3: Yes, is the same thing as that number. Right.
5: Yeah, I understand that. You don't want to take away from those people that have.
3: Yeah, that have had, know,
5: lost and, a limb or whatnot.
3: Yeah. So I just want to make that clear. I don't. Yeah. I'm, that's. Two different things. I'm just saying. So as far as
5: you know, then yes, they have to go through the same process Mm -hmm. because of your classification of injury. Correct. That makes no sense. Mm -hmm. So whoever who loses a limb or part of their testicles, Mm
7: -hmm.
5: who's sitting in Walter Reed is like, I got to make a call today. (laughs) Ah, that's vile. Mm
7: -hmm.
5: Best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Gimpy. Our best part of the weekend, went out to uh,
6: Spavinaw State Park on Saturday, which is pretty cool. A little, uh, I guess it's like a little stream that runs off of uh, the spillway there, Spavinaw Lake. And a little swimming hole, so it's not really that deep, and uh, it wasn't cold at all, man. The water was nice and warm, and it's really neat. Get your little floaties, your rafts or whatever, and just kind of just float like a lazy river. Of course, you have to walk a quarter mile back to where you started, but nonetheless, it's still a lot of fun. So spent the afternoon out there. Worst part of the weekend was Friday, working on the bike. I, uh, I mounted my saddle bags a while ago, but I had to take out the turn signals for them to mount uh, the rear turn signals for my bags to mount up properly. Okay, so for a while there, I was just using hand signals. Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, <laughs> <laughs> when it needs it. Uh, so all right, cool. Went out and got an integrated uh, tail light. Awesome, brake light, tail light, turn signals, all in one. Okay, So it came in, finally Thursday I think it was, I was like, I'll just wait until the weekend and go ahead and do this then. Friday night, order dinner or whatever, waiting for the wings to finish up so I can go get them. I'm like, you know what, I got some time, I'm going to go ahead and put this taillight in. Maybe take 30 minutes, an hour at the most. So I thought. After multiple trips to the parts store, three hours later, I finally got my taillight on. Hooray! It's just one of those, damn it, why do you have to be like this?
5: Yeah. It's usually Any, how it goes Anytime on. you get a thing, it's like, hey, this takes 30 minutes, you always add a zero. Right. right. Or a one before.
6: Right, right. So here In terms of minutes. Yeah. Three hours later, dark, finally got everything put back together, and, and now my bike looks nice.
5: Best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Uh, best part of the weekend for me was... Uh, Father's Day was awesome with my kids, and uh, they filled out a sheet that was like, what's daddy's favorite food? What is it I like to do with that? And just totally pickles, by the way. My favorite food apparently is pickles. Uh, Pickles are fine. I like them. I do too. Right. We're talking about my children. Oh, sorry. And so... uh, that was just awesome. My wife made tiramisu, which is my favorite dessert oh, ever. Man, yeah. um, so that was good. We smoked uh, ribs yesterday. All good, right? Just yeah. Good Father's Day. The worst part of the weekend is that we were going to have something done on our house, and we got an estimate, and it was about double the price that we thought it was going to be. Damn. So,
3: so no go?
5: Probably not. Probably not.
3: How bad yeah. did you want it?
5: Yeah. How bad did I want? How, real bad.
3: Yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> you want to know the number?
3: Mm-hmm. I won't tell you.
6: I'll write it. the screener. Okay. I'll write yeah. I want I want in on some of this action too. Right. Oh, Ooh, damn. Bro. Oh. Yeah. The, the help does not need an extra living quarter. <laughs> They're fine. Yeah.
7: Yeah. I was like, that's a lot
5: more than I thought it wow. was going to be. So, <laughs> Not, is it's that fine. with the homie hookup? I <laughs> uh, I typically don't ask for the homie hookup.
6: <laughs> I think got something with that number behind it, you'd be like, "Yeah, hey, can, we a, can we get a discount here? Yeah, <laughs> like
5: seventy five percent
6: off, right. <laughs>
3: something. <laughs> like free ish in to, that uh, area. To be fair,
5: when the guy told me mm-hmm. what the amount was going to be, I sent him an emoji. Um. Which I thought was hilarious. I don't think he thought it was that funny. But <laughs> this, the emoji I sent him, or the, the, the gif, gift <laughs> was Jim Carrey <laughs> from Liar Liar when he finds out and he <laughs> screams and then fall, passes out. <laughs> oh
3: my God. You're really good at gifts. I have to give that to you. Yeah.
5: Uh, all right. We got to oh, go to the texts that are coming in. Sorry. Uh, BMMS, and then what's the best and worst for you? Uh, let's see. Best, kids made all the construction paper dad gifts. Worst, kicked a toy slide with a pinky toe in the middle of the night. That's the worst. That is brutal. Yeah. Worst, my wife's car messed up. Uh, best, we pick up her new one today. Nice. Best, I finally closed on my new house. Worst, moving all weekend. Dude, moving is the absolute worst. Unless you pay somebody to do it for you. Even then, it just lessens the damage. (laughs) Right. Because you still have to unpack or pack, and you can't find anything, and you lose things. Make sure your
3: plate's not missing.
5: Uh, All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, we're going to play the one-second game. And uh, we're going to qualify more people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. And Jeff Hensley will be in the studio with us. I'm sorry, Jeff Hensley will be on with us at 9 o'clock. If you have a question about a divorce or custody, or maybe you have a uh, child with a disability that's turning 18, you need to figure out how you're going to protect them legally and still be able to help them legally. uh, And he can answer those questions as well. We'll be back.
2: morning show continues next the big man morning show on Tulsa's rock station 975 KMOT
5: good morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen to this text and worst. Best, getting divorced. Worst, getting divorced. Jeff Hensley can help with that. He'll be in the studio uh, later. I'm sorry, he'll be on with us later to talk about a divorce you're going through and you might need some navigation and he can answer any question you have. So email at show at kmod.com. Text it to us if you want BMMS and what that is to 82945. Right now, let's play a game. And we're going to play the one-second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. I'll play it if you guess the show correctly. You're going to get the hookup, and uh, I'll also qualify you for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. From Albert G., Smoking Please, Miller Lite, and KMOD, Thursday's the last day to get qualified for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. So you have a chance right now. It's like a bonus chance, but you've got to guess the song correctly. One second, famous television show's theme song. Let's see, one clip is 1.4 seconds, one is 1.1, and another one is 1.1. So I'm being generous today.
3: Give you a little extra.
5: I'm actually giving more than one (laughs) second for you to guess the TV show. Huge show. Should have no problem getting this. Oh, yeah? Should be quite easy for you to guess what the show's going to be. And to win and then get qualified. nine one eight four six 460 kmod for the one second game. I was telling Sam that I've been watching uh, Dating Around. Yeah. It's a bizarre little dating show. It's fine. It's I'm not giving this a stamp of approval that everybody should watch this show. Mm. But it's a bizarre little show because you see people and they wear the same outfit and you kind of see them progressively date different people in the same restaurant. So like... He'll ask a question, she'll answer it, and then another person. It's like you're following along in all the dates, and then you get they pick one at the end. But there's no like cheesy announcer, like, hey,
7: <laughs> what
5: will she do? <laughs> None of that. It's production wise, it's done really well. It's nice. a good show. This is not that show that we're playing for the one second game. Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Andy. Andy, how are you today, sir? Good. How are you? Good man. One second. Famous television show's theme song, if you guess it correctly. I'm going to give you some stuff, all right? All right. All right, here we go. Here is your clue. It's kind of a tough one. Golden Girls. Golden Girls is incorrect. I'm sorry, Andy. I appreciate you playing, man. Have a good day. All right, you too. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? James. James, how are you, bud? Good. Good, man. Here's your clue. James, what show is that? Can I get it one more time? Yeah. Uh,
0: I have no idea. Uh, Baywatch.
5: Baywatch. (laughs) No, that's not Baywatch, man. I'm sorry, (laughs) but have a good day. See you later. I was like, I had to listen to it. uh, Maybe there is a Mm -hmm. part of it that does sound like Baywatch. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Justin. Justin, how are you, sir? I'm great. Good, man. Here is your clue. What is it? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You know what? I'm going to give you another clue, Justin. All right. So I'll play the first clue, and then I'll play the new clue right after that, okay? Yes, sir. Here we go. That's the one you've heard. Here's the new clue. Give it to you again.
8: What is it? That help? Not really. I'm not sure, but... Take a guess. Uh,
5: Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard is not correct. I'm sorry, man. Have a good day. Uh, You too, buddy. See
6: you, buddy. Well, them Duke boys done got themselves into a pickle.
5: Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Jen. Uh, What is it? Jen. Jen, how are you? I'm good. Good. Two clues. Here's the first one. Here's the second one. What is it?
4: Oh, my gosh. I, um, I have no
5: idea. Okay, listen. Listen to me, Jen. Take a deep breath. Okay? I'll play the clues again, give you some time, and then you'll tell me what it is. Are you ready? Okay. Here's the first clue. Here's the second clue. What is it? Uh, the Lone Ranger. The Lone Rangers is incorrect. I'm sorry. Uh, That's from Airheads, for those that didn't know. (laughs) How are they lone if there's more than one? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Smokeweed Everyday Guy. Hey, buddy. How are you, man? Great. Good to hear from you. Uh, Let me play the clues, and you can tell, buddy, what it is, okay? Perfect. All right. And here's the second clue. What is it? Wonder
7: Years. It's like I could hear the
5: confidence in your voice. I knew you knew what it was, man. Hang you know on the line. Because
9: I just smoked a blunt.
6: Like, boom. Yeah. Like,
5: boom. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> the power of pot. All right, man. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Cool. All right, buddy. I feel like it's so recognizable. For sure, man. Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker. <laughs> I do a pretty mean Joe Cocker impression. Do you know? Yeah. Let's you want to hear it. it? Yeah, let's have it. Normally, my singing isn't very good, but when I do Joe Cocker, it's money. You ready? Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Is that who's singing this song? Joe Cocker.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what?
3: Because I, I don't know. I don't. I get tense it. my
5: muscles up, so now my. Pex hurt. Does your booby hurts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Joe Cocker.
5: What would you do sing?
6: That sounds more like...
5: Uh, Listen, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean.
6: Who was that homeless guy that uh, Damon Wayans played on In Living Color, Anton,
5: that. That's kind of what it sounds like. I'm not being mean. It's Joe Cocker. It's Joe Cocker. Mm.
3: Google
5: that. <laughs> yeah, you should Google Joe Conker. <laughs> okay,
3: he that, well, said that's just his style. What? What do you do? You're for saying, act. Oh, buddy. <laughs>
5: I'm not being mean. That's how he sings.
3: Yeah, you're nailing
2: it. I'm sweating, by the way.
5: <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a break, and we're going to qualify more people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year.
2: Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5. KMOD.
5: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, nine one eight four six zero kmod can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. I think I have to retire this statement. The weirdest thing happening, this is so weird that this is happening. Mm-hmm. I'll just read the headline because we've got Gimpy's uh, 4x4 we're going to do, but uh, the Grateful Dead now has a line of deodorant. Does it smell like patchouli? <laughs> I mean it's gonna be vegan and handmade, that's for sure. Yeah. It's and probably gonna smell like onions. Yeah. Uh,
3: and it yeah. just never comes off, it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going and keeps going.
5: Uh some of the scents, Skull and Roses. Okay. Which is lavender and rose. Sunshine, blood oranges, and bergamot. Sure. Working man's cedar and juniper. <laughs> Timber, Douglas fir, and sage, and classic, unscented.
6: Unscented, my ass. What the hell is unscented smell like?
3: It why? doesn't. That's
6: why it's exactly. called unscented. It's just natural stank.
3: Why do they want to get into the deodorant business, any- the what? antiperspirant business anyways? I wonder if it was like the George Foreman Grill or the Hulk Hogan Blender or whatever. They just lined up and like, hey, do you want to put your band's name on all this? Or if they like truly have a passion for antiperspirant. That's just that's just very, uh, the, so random. The
5: owner of the company that did this has been a deadhead since
3: 1999.
5: Since 1999, huh? huh. I feel like they've been around a little bit longer than that. That's when he got exposed,
6: you know, that summer
5: in Indiana. The music and spirit of Grateful Dead have influenced my company's core principles of service, veganism, and organic agriculture. The Grateful Dead have inspired us to stay true to our main mission of social responsibility. We took care in creating special essential oil blends that reference the Grateful Dead's music. Along with our love for the music, Deadheads also identify themselves as socially and environmentally conscious. You know what I know about Deadheads? What's that? That there are two classifications. The cliche Deadhead, Mm -hmm. and then just anyone else. (laughs) Right? I know plenty of people that are totally clean, don't fit the cliche at all, that love the Grateful Dead, and they're like, yeah, I like them. Yeah, listen to them.
6: I love the beers. I like wearing the tie-dice. Yeah, and then there's a couple
5: people that like, yeah, you're a deadhead. Mm -hmm. You sell oranges on the side. (laughs) So you can follow them around. And people only buy them because they're also deadheads and they want to support you. Are they still touring? I know they went well, on without. Well, Jerry with our, Garcia's
6: dead, I, so I know that. I know the answer that. I to that know. part's no. Well, no, they went on touring for a while without Jerry. I was just wondering if they still were or not. Yeah. I mean, after, shortly after he died, and I think for maybe like
5: 10 years after that. I want to say it's one of those guys. It's, is it Kenny Wayne Shepherd or Johnny Lang that played uh, as Jerry Garcia? That'd be cool. I can't remember. It's it's, it's one of them.
3: Hmm. That just clicked why Jerry Garcia is a Ben and Jerry's flavor. I I knew that one of them died that was important, but I didn't know which one it was, and so right when you had said oh, he's dead, that's why he's got an ice cream flavor named after him that just clicked
5: Welcome back, uh, we'll get to sports in a second (laughs) We've got Gimpy's 4x4 first.
6: Teddy Roosevelt statue removal from Natural History Museum the New York Museum of Natural History is requesting a statue of Theodore Roosevelt to be removed. The bronze statue, of Roosevelt on a horseback with a Native American man and an African man standing next to the horse.
5: that's a tough year to be a statue, I'm
6: telling you. Uh, New York p- uh, police officer suspended without pay after using chokehold. The officer was suspended without pay after apparently using a chokehold on a black man who threw a bottle at an officer during a confrontation in Queens Sunday morning. Yeah, because they outlawed it. They yeah, can't, you
5: can't do that anymore. They're more. not supposed to be doing that.
6: Shark attacks are unusually low. Shark attacks are way down this year, and experts say it's because the beaches have been closed due to the coronavirus. Only 15 shark bites were reported reported worldwide from January through
5: May. Yeah, it's a it's a tree falling in the forest. Who's going to hear it, right? Like, there might be sharks there, but there's no one there Nobody to get and bit. The and they're social distancing. Huh.
3: Sure, did you know that the U.S. has the most shark attacks more than Australia or South Africa? Okay. That was a mind-blowing fact. I I learned that on 60 Minutes, and I couldn't believe it. Right. So I wanted to share that with you.
5: I wonder, though, mm-hmm. if they're kept track of in other places are just those places. Mm.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention, I guess, to know
6: the answer to that. A to Mayor Bynum tweets his resignation letter. Jack Graham tweeted a picture of his resignation letter to the mayor saying his heart will not allow him to support the mayor and his decisions for the city of Tulsa. This
5: guy went on to say some other things where he was like, I, um, there were so many blunders that have happened mm-hmm. that i can no longer consciously support this i'm out this direction wow Deuces. so it was unclear if it was like coronavirus the way the, the presidential visit it was unclear on the straw that broke the camel's back per se
7: mm-hmm. mm.
5: but it was very public and i'm like who's this guy i have no idea who this guy is and to tweet it tweeted out like, that's the way to do it at bynum at mayor i'm out yep. well i'm sure he did it the there's a process he has to do they, they get, don't they they can't go, hey, can you print out that tweet and put in his file? It doesn't it doesn't work that way.
3: There's an email sent.
5: Right. There's gotta be an <laughs> an email sent for something like that. All right. Sam's back. She's got balls to the wall sports. Jeff Hensley's gonna join us. You got a question about a divorce? Get it over to a show at KMOD.com.
3: Yeah. ESPN's Adams, it's been a while, I messed that up okay. ESPN Adams Schefter is Shefters reporting that Cowboys quarterback Jack Prescott will sign his 31.4 million franchise tender by Monday Dallas has until July 15th to work out a long term deal with Prescott who finished second in the NFL last season with a career high of 4,902 passing yards and fourth in the league with a career best of 30 touchdown passes That's balls he's, he's,
5: I just want to say He's gonna have that for a while, and then Patrick Mahomes is gonna sign a ridiculous deal that's gonna make that look like nothing.
3: Oh, more than thirty-one million.
5: Yes, yeah. Patrick Mahomes is gonna sign a two hundred, two hundred twenty million dollar deal uh, for five years.
3: That's years. a lot of money. With like a
5: seventy million dollar bonus, it's gonna be a ridiculous contract. Is he married? No, he's, he's not? with his. No, he's with his high school sweetheart still.
3: Oh, I love that, but they're yeah. not married.
5: Uh, no.
3: Get it together. Why?
5: shes They're fine. She's fine. She ain't hurting. Maybe she likes the arrangement.
3: Yeah, sure she does. What are you saying? I'm just saying, I bet if I were to interview her and be like, hey, would you like to be married? She would say yes.
5: Sure. Or she would also go, yeah, I would, but I'm really happy this. I don't need that right now. It's like we're married anyway. There's people that are completely okay with not getting married.
3: Hmm. Not one of them. That's false sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD. James Hamilton of Mounds got qualified for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year. Now, that ends on Thursday. We'll be pulling the last person Thursday, and then we'll announce the winner on Friday of who's going to win a $100 Albert G's gift card, a case of Miller Lite for the rest of the year, every month for the rest of the year. It's a pretty good score, and it's called Barbecue and Beer from Albert G's Smoking to Please, Miller Lite, and KMOD. Another chance coming up in 50 minutes. Time for our listeners are awesome, and today on the line with us, we have... Matthew Coberly. Hi, Matthew. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. Matthew is 31 years old, and you work in the restaurant industry, and you're a former pipeline worker. Um, How did you transition, or why did you transition from being a pipeline worker to, you know, the restaurant industry?
9: Um. Well, uh, things
5: got a little rough,
9: and uh, I got laid off, and. Decided not to go back to the pipeline.
5: How long was that? How long ago was that?
9: Oh, uh, about two years ago. Uh,
5: and so let's see, you do that, and you were with someone for twelve years, and you guys got separate. Were you married? Yes. So you're going. You're going to go through a divorce. Yes. That sucks, man. Is, or, mate, does it suck, or is that a good thing?
9: Um, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, uh, not a lover, but we're better off friends than we are together. So it's for the best.
5: Who initiated the divorce?
9: Um, it's kind of a mutual thing. We we just kind of got to a point where we couldn't couldn't be together anymore.
3: Like you couldn't stand each other.
9: Um, no, we got to a point where we were fighting all the time and. And it just wasn't good for both of us, and it wasn't good for the kids, so it was time to split.
5: an adult decision. It's time to move on, right? Um, right. Well, and that's just, I mean, that's not why we're talking to you. You've got some other things I want to bring up. We're not going to be able to hit everything, so I'm going to run through a couple of these. I may ask you a couple of questions, okay? All right. You almost died getting crushed by a steel beam at 16.
9: Uh, it was a steel plate. It was a 10-foot by 6-foot piece.
5: How did that happen?
9: Um, we were squaring off steel, and then uh, we were uh, putting it through rollers to curl it to a certain radius. And uh, part of it is we have to flip it over and square off both sides. And while I was squaring off one side of one piece, another person decided to flip one over, and it almost crushed me.
5: And so, what was the thing that happened that would classify it as almost dying?
9: Um, it it was. A couple ton piece of steel, and it came down right on top of me. and barely got out of the way, and uh, ended up with a bunch of scratches down my arm and my leg. And I just barely got out of the way.
6: Seems awfully hard work for a 16 year old.
9: Um, yeah, it was it was pretty rough. It was hot work, and but
5: why at 16 were you doing that?
9: I had to get money to pay a,
5: pay for a car. Okay. Uh, car surfing. You were car surfing and almost died?
9: Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were uh that was about when I was seventeen, I think. And we were heading down the the back roads just having fun and decided to go car surfing and while I was out on top of the car, uh somebody tapped on the brakes and I fell in front of it and luckily there was another guy on the hood of the car and he uh He stopped me from falling in front of the car and gave me time to roll off and I landed on my feet and then hit the road at 45 miles an hour.
3: At 45 miles an hour?
9: Yep.
6: How many people did you have piled on this car?
9: On the outside? uh, There was three people on the outside and like three more on the inside.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This says you rolled a car. You almost died rolling a car.
9: Uh yeah yeah uh, i you know shortly after that job I uh, and bought my first vehicle and we uh, went on taking a buddy home and uh we hit an f-curve at 25 miles an hour and rolled the truck
5: <laughs> how many times did it roll Uh it only flipped over once
9: but then uh I was able to like kick my way out and I watched it slide down the road with my buddy in it and it was all tangled up and there was gas everywhere and
3: <sighs> Did you try to save him or you were you like, Bye?
9: Oh no, I tried to save him. <laughs> Did he die? Oh no, no, nothing nothing of the sort. Did the cows everything, die? <laughs> no. Everything turned out just fine. But it was it was pretty scary.
3: You are so chill for just, like, three stories out, uh, like, right off We're the bat. Done. Like, almost <laughs> died, almost died, almost died. If it was fine. If it was done. good. It was just a wonderful day.
5: Uh, this says you got the West Nile virus. How did you get <laughs> <She> the West <laughs> Nile virus, and how did you find out?
9: Um, well, I was uh, doing Pipeline, and it was, it was up north, and it was a really swampy area. And there was just mosquitoes everywhere, big as pterodactyls flying around, and uh, they could bite you through your clothes. And I just got bit by the wrong one, and I woke up the next day and hurt everywhere. I couldn't move; it was just it was painful, and uh, I had to have help up to the car. And, and then we went to the went to the doctor, and he walked in and he said, "You look like crap." <laughs>
8: I don't know. That's why I'm here. Well, I feel
9: like it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> and, uh, but he, he looked me over and then said, I, I think it might be West Nile, West Nile, but I'm not sure. And so he gave me medication for that. And he said, if it is, does this work and you'll be fine the next day? And sure enough, I was good.
5: So he never tested you for West Nile. He just gave you medicine for West Nile.
9: No, no real tests. yeah, he looked at me over and said, I'm pretty sure it's left Nile, and gave me the medication for it, and it worked.
5: Probably my favorite thing, with all due respect, that's happened to you is you got cat scratch fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, some people don't know that that's a real thing. It's it's a bacterial infection, but...
3: Wait, uh, is it from cats? From their actual scratches?
9: Yeah. Mostly, most commonly. I didn't get it from cats, though. What'd you get it from? I got it from a thorn bush from being pushed off of a little
5: ravine by a track hoe.
3: Say that (laughs) again. (laughs) What?
5: Say that again. And try to to tell me like you're telling a five-year-old what happened. Talk to me. Um,
9: Well, we were Mm -hmm. doing pipeline work, and uh, I was a spotter for a, a track hoe operator at the time. And uh, he thought it would be funny to turn, her, turn the boom and push me off this ravine. I mean, it wasn't too deep, but he uh, decided to be funny, and he pushed me off in his bush, and I ended up getting cat scratch fever from the scratches from the bush.
3: Is Dude, that- the, all your stories have started with pipe, and pipe has not served you well, because all these bad no. things have happened to you while you were servicing pipe in some way, doing some kind of pipe stuff. I also want to point
5: out you do may have good friends. Like, one of them, (laughs) you were on top of a car and he brake-checked the car and then the other one used an earth-moving vehicle to knock you off of a hill because he thought it would be funny.
3: What a dick.
5: (laughs) I agree.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just normal shenanigans, though, and, like, the construction feel where they're, like, messing with heavy equipment? It's like, eh, watch me knock Matt off of yeah, this. Watch with a backhoe. With yeah.
3: the backhoe. Watch oh, me yeah. assault this guy. This is funny.
7: That's
5: pretty much how it works. <laughs> and did you have any injuries besides the cat scratch fever?
9: Uh, no, no. I mean, it wasn't that, that big of a a drop. I just kind of stumbled into this bush and tripped and, Ended up with scratches. That was it. Wait,
3: what are the symptoms of it?
9: Uh, it attacks the lymph nodes, and me, I got this big, like softball-sized lump right above my groin.
2: Oh, you uh, got
5: it. it. (laughs) First time you've ever yeah. had to say that, huh? And everybody be like, let me Wait, see. What?
3: <laughs> Pictures are didn't happen, sir. Right, right.
5: <laughs> no, you don't want to show that picture because it'll, it'll look <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Big lymph node inflamed. <laughs> so you go to the doctor and you're like, hey, doc, I got to show you something.
9: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, I'm butting the pants. Pulled him down and said, what is this? <laughs>
5: and he goes, I don't know, but no one should be scared. <laughs> no one should feel threatened. <laughs> uh, so he gives you a medicine or was it a shot?
9: Um, that one was just, it was an antibiotic, just yeah. a pill.
3: And then it just shrunk?
9: Yeah, it was gone. Um, it stopped hurting and then a couple days later it was completely gone.
3: So it was like a throb hurt? In your groin? Uh, it was
9: it was just like a constant pain, and then if it got touched, it was so tender. Uh, it was horrible.
7: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> delightful, actually.
5: Uh, yeah. Well, and and you actually attribute us for helping you make make it through something. What is that? Um, when it it says here that you have helped you make it through something, what was that? <laughs> uh, I'm bipolar, and. Uh,
9: yeah, uh, helped me through a lot of stuff. Uh, I was able to like reach out to Gimpy and get some support from him. and It was rough
5: getting support from a lot of people. Uh, Tell me, I'm curious to the support Gimpy gave you when you reached out for him.
9: Um, he pretty much. I was I was feeling very suicidal at that point in time and. And he pretty much just told me that life is worth living and' not to give up and but it it just meant a lot coming from him. He someone I know it was, it was, uh, he's reaching out to a stranger, so
5: And you said you tried to injure yourself? Yes what what did you do? Uh,
9: let's see here. Which time?
5: <laughs> oh, there were more than one. Oh, yeah. How many total?
9: Um, I tried to commit suicide three times.
5: Wow. W- w- what? Have you been seeking help after any of those yeah. times?
9: Absolutely. Um, not the first time, because I was still pretty young and just kind of didn't want anybody to know. But um, after the second two times, yeah, I've gone... I'm to the hospital, I'm seeing a the therapist, uh, doctors, medication, all that. So.
3: Did you know that it was, um, like, did your your diagnosis of being bipolar, did that um, play into the suicide attempts?
9: Um, I didn't know that I was bipolar
5: until after the second attempt. Okay. When the doctor yeah. diagnosed you and said that. Yep. And so the most recent time, were you off your medication or do you know what triggered it?
9: I was off my medication and uh, just hit a rough patch in life and got, got kind of tired of it.
7: Yeah.
5: I'm curious to the reason you went off your medication.
9: Um, uh, sometimes I, I forget to call a man. Uh, sometimes. Uh, I just sometimes I run out and can't get any more for a while and sometimes I just get sick and tired of taking medication every day
6: (laughs) you take a lot of meds how many meds do you take
9: um it's eight medications three times a day
5: eight all all for bipolar
9: uh it's one of them the major bipolar medication and I've got a bunch of like supplemental things for like antidepressants and mood stabilizers and stuff
3: how, I imagine, eight is a lot. How how do they find that magic number and the magic combination to now help you be successful? Because I imagine there was a lot of try and fail of what medication would work with what.
9: Yeah, I mean, That's what it is. It's just like, uh, you know, these, this is what you're, what you're going through. So I'm going to prescribe this. We'll see if it helps in a couple of weeks. If it doesn't, we'll switch it.
5: What was that first time like when you took any medication?
9: Um, just like taking a pill the first time.
5: I... I'm sorry. I didn't mean like the act of <laughs> taking the pill and putting in your mouth and taking a drink of water and stuff. I'm curious to how you felt <laughs> after. Was there any relief?
9: Uh, no, I mean, it's all these medications they get in your system very slowly And so it takes like, it takes months before it's leveled out.
6: Right. So you have to live uh, with that anguish and anxiety for a month?
9: Yeah, pretty much. Wow. And then it just kind of creeps into your system and you don't, you don't really even notice.
5: Yeah. I've had people describe it to me that way before where it's, it's, it takes forever, but one day you just realize it's the quote unquote, the sun is out.
9: You know I mean? It's more like uh, I don't notice until until it's gone.
7: <laughs> oh. Okay.
5: Right, because um, coming off of, like, if you run out of medicine and you just stop taking it, that can be really harsh on your mind, right?
9: Yes, and body. Uh, you go know, through withdrawals. and you know,
5: what, what would you say to people that are bipolar or suicidal? What would you say to them?
9: Um... I mean, if you don't already have it, get some help. Uh, uh, it's it's not a death sentence for sure. <laughs> uh, just keep going.
5: Uh, it can't be bad all the time. Do you do you think about if you would have went through or done the suicide? Do you think, I mean, those are three different occasions. Do you think about what it would have been like? I'm sure you, fe- I'm sure you feel that you're happy you didn't do it, but do you think about those incidents a lot?
9: Um, not so much anymore. Um, uh, With everything I've got going on right now, I just, I try not to think about that. Uh, and I just I try to move on, uh, when I do think about it, it I, I realize that it's, it's really selfish and, and it would have been unfair to everybody else that I know and love, but do
3: at have, that point in time,
9: it was the only option. <laughs>
3: do you have like a moment of joy that you look at your life to like, thank God that suicide attempt didn't you know, work, I w- it wasn't successful because I wouldn't have it experienced this?
9: I've got my kids, uh, and I had, I had a great marriage for a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my kids, and at the time, my marriage.
5: Do you currently seek treatment? Are you currently under someone's care? Yes. And are they? Do they have concern about going through a divorce?
9: Um, I've been I've been talking with my therapist about it quite a bit, and he thinks I'm handling it pretty pretty helpfully right now. So,
5: how many therapists have you had? Did you find one right away that you gelled with?
9: Oh no, uh, I've been through six.
3: Wow,
5: I don't think that's an uncommon story. I think a lot of people who get a therapist are like, take some. Some will go once and go, I can't stand this person, and then never go back. They think all therapists are that way. So six, huh?
9: Yeah, there's six of them, and most of them just because uh, I couldn't even keep them around long enough to see them more than once. I mean, there's a lot of turnover here lately. What do you mean? Um, well, I would, I would go see a therapist, and uh, say the next time I go in, mm-hmm. it'd be someone completely different. Mm-hmm. And it'd turn out that that therapist quit went somewhere else, or something like that.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's not fair. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, finally, what would you say to people about seeing therapy? Cause a lot of people think that, you know, it's got a negative association to see a therapist.
9: Um, well, honestly, I kind of thought therapy was a little bit of a hogwash to begin with, but I started seeing a therapist and, uh, I don't know, it feels, it feels a little silly and it feels, uh, it's really difficult to tell a total stranger all your inner details, but It helps. It really does, and they they know you know they know things that can help you get through difficult situations and and just like techniques to think about things and stuff like that, and it, it's
5: totally worth it Right on, well, listen, it's been great talking to you man. Stay off the roof of cars and uh don't uh don't let your buddies knock you over with some sort of device designed to move giant amounts of earth. Uh, and, and I'm glad that Gimpy, was, I'm glad Gimpy was there for you, and sounds like he gave sound advice and didn't include some sort of cheesy line with it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Right on, man. Well, take care, buddy, and I hope I'll see you soon. All right, thank you. All right, Matthew, see you later, man.
6: You you saved someone's life? I know, right? It's hard for me to believe it, too. But it happened. You hit me up one day. Man, I... Going through some things. What's up, brother? What's happening? I just don't want to be here anymore. What? Did you go, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Making it rain with Let problems.
7: Let me tell you something, <laughs> grab a chair because your life doesn't
6: suck near as bad as mine. Oh, man, We just sat back, and I was like, listen, man, somebody somewhere loves you and wants you around, whether it's your wife, kids, parents, grandparents, whatever, somebody. And I say that to everybody who's going through an issue like that. Somebody somewhere needs you. Doesn't matter who it is. Be there for them that's the key right there.
5: Yeah. I heard a phrase this morning I, that I think is awesome. It's called carry, carry the flame. Mm-hmm. And that flame can be many things. It can be hope. Mm. It can be excitement, happiness. So you can show the people around you that they should do it too.
7: Yeah.
5: Carry the flame. I Pretty like awesome. That. I like that. Yeah. I'm use uh, that. There's a yeah. cool guy in Tulsa that <laughs> he sells these special lighters. For that, and that says that on it.
3: Huh? If he wants to carry a flame for a different reason. Hey, that's it's why okay. You got excited uh, the the
5: about flame it. is being carried it's called and a that's torch. It's a little different. <laughs> it's more of a torch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back.
2: Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. Ninety-seven-five KMOD.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 45. Gimpy brought it up earlier, but they've uh, talked about that Teddy Roosevelt statue in front of the Museum of Natural History in Manhattan going to be removed for whatever reason, and statues all over coming down for whatever reason. And It's so funny watching people get mad only because I have an opinion where I don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just a statue. It doesn't erase the history. I've got to be honest. Short of being in a museum, mm-hmm. I've never stood at the base of a statue and went, huh.
6: <laughs> That's just being amazing.
5: honest. And maybe there are people that do that. Mm-hmm. But I've never stood at the base of a statue and felt like I learned something. Short of being in a museum. Right, because usually they have a description and what a story going on and, and, and yeah, 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 yeah all yeah, those yeah. things, uh-huh. all those things.
3: Yeah, I'm, I can't even think of the time I've gone to visit a single statue, except for Sam Sam the Lumberjack Man. I don't think that counts. Excuse me, who? <laughs> Sam Sam the Lumberjack Man, the the very tall lumberjack man in Arizona.
5: In Arizona, oh, yeah, Paul yeah. Bunyan in Arizona. Oh, okay, yes. okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: He's, I mean, he's a statue.
5: Yes, but memorializing a fictitious person. <laughs>
3: Uh, and I started the sentence saying, I don't think this counts, but yeah. that's the only statue I can ever remember visiting. Yeah. That's it.
5: Yeah. And, you know, like they're changing Eskimo pies. Yeah. Huh? Okay. I don't, get, it, I don't understand why to get so wound up. It's one, it's not my business, the, the Eskimo pie or ice cream business. Yeah. So what do I care what they do?
3: Yeah, I'm still going to eat them. Call I, them what you want. I'll I just sh- shove it in my mouth. <laughs> and
5: I'm curious to what people's responses to that would be. Why care? Why care if they change Mrs. Butterworth? Why care if they change Aunt Jemima? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm clueless or too stupid to understand why I should care about that. I
6: think there's a sm- uh, uh, a group of people. I don't want to say a small group of people because. I mean, I know it's a large group of people that are upset and they're looking for change and and people, businesses everywhere are just doing what they can to appease the masses. To appease the masses. So let's go ahead and change. Let's take Aunt Jemima off the cover. Change the luck of the bottle. Let's let's take Uncle Ben's off the cover. Change the look of that. Yeah, well. no.
5: I I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't care if they change it. I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah. And then I move on. Like I don't, I don't understand the fight to not have them change it. Mm.
3: I, okay. It's a private
5: business. Yeah, yeah. If they want it, whatever. Publicly traded, still private. If they mm-hmm. want to change it, well, I, I don't, I don't care.
6: Right. It's their business. They could do as they want. But people are up in arms. Oh man, they're changing everything. The world is a change, and oh my god, it's the end. This yeah. is the way it's always been. Dude.
3: Change has always been, actually, factually. Yeah,
6: it's okay. It's okay to change. It's okay to evolve, to progress in life. You know, just because that's the way it's always been doesn't necessarily mean that's the way it always has to be.
3: And why would you not want someone to, like, I just feel like I, I want people to not be offended or for their feelings to not be hurt. So if there is something that is offending somebody or hurting them, not affecting me, then why not?
5: It just doesn't affect me at all. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to change something because somebody said something to them, it's like, okay. I, I I, don't know what, why I should be upset that they're changing it. Are you like, are you wanting to be upset because they're changing things? I'm just curious because there mm-hmm. are some really pissed off people that things are changing or statues coming down. Yeah. I literally don't care. Mm-hmm. I literally don't see how that affects, like, one of the arguments is history. I don't see how it affects history. It ain't changing anything. You said no. it earlier.
6: It's not going to rewrite itself to make everything all happy dandy and puppy dogs
5: and rainbows. It happened. Like s- some, you know, changing the name of the Brady Theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eh, probably a good idea. I don't know. Flip a coin. <laughs> right. It don't matter. It, it literally, I'm still going to go there and see shows.
6: Absolutely. No so then, what it's
5: if it's called Bob's Drywall's Theater, I don't care.
6: Well, Bob's Drywall gets a lot of mentions. Free on advertising, show, yeah. Man, I tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it's my it's my standard placeholder for generic business. I love it.
5: <laughs> I just I don't see the reason to be so frustrated mm. with that stuff. Mm. And you know who I feel like would have a stance? Who's the that? Teddy Roosevelt Presidential Library. I feel like they would have an argument to not take it down. I don't know what that argument would be. I don't know if I would agree with it. I'm just saying they have literally, it's his his library. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And if anything, take the statue from wherever it's at,
6: remove it, and place it over there. Well, that's not good enough because now you're just moving the issue to it
5: from one portion of land to the other. Somebody sent a text in, said, you need to read the story of Aunt Jemima. It's an awesome story of a successful black woman. I actually don't because I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Change it. That's not a reason to not change. I don't have a stake in that. Yeah. Right? I don't have a stake in what they call a syrup. I, I buy good syrup. Whatever it's called, I'm buying good syrup. I don't care about it any other way. Hungry man. Are they changing the recipe? No, good. All right, that's fine.
3: <laughs> don't pancakes in.
5: Yeah. I, I, as long as it's delicious, I don't care. Blow up Mount Rushmore. Is it too racist? F that thing. Blow it up. Tear it down along with the MLK statues and change the street. Uh, change the street names. Oh, okay. No, I get it. Where does it stop? Calm down.
3: <laughs> so dramatic. It feels
5: a little dramatic. Yeah. You're going in with a lot of what if arguments. Mm-hmm. Those aren't real arguments. Right? Mm-hmm. But I, who's talking about blowing up Mount Rushmore?
3: No one. That person's being dramatic. Yeah, I think they're just being
5: silly. And, and Martin Luther King literally stood for like the advancement of culture. <laughs> Have you read? A, like it's I and I don't. Change the name. Okay, still, it won't change the history of right. who he is. You're always
6: going to look back when you hear the name, and maybe it's like, all right, we're changing it for the future, for our kids, 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 and further on down the
5: line. But what about the people that are still here right now? Uh, here's a text. I hate the statues coming down. I was actually someone that look forward to the things to see in road trips. Stop.
6: Get out of here. <laughs> There's still a giant ball of twine.
5: Learn it. for free. Now I'll have to... Pay to learn and line the pockets of others even more. What happened to fun <laughs> free learning? You're clearly being satirical.
3: <laughs> you didn't read the best text, though. Bob here with Bob's Drywall. Much love, <laughs> Mr. Pierce. <laughs>
5: in the mail, Bob. That's all I'm doing is I'm moving strategic pieces to get an endorsement from Bob's Drywall. Right. Stop by. See Bob at Bob's Drywall. <laughs> and then when he goes under because he can't pay his bills and has to file bankruptcy, it'll be Robert's Drywall.
7: Right. Formerly Bob's Drywall. Come by Robert's Drywall.
5: Eventually it'll be Robert's. <laughs> what other war have we lost that we do have statues of? I guess, again, it doesn't change history. Yeah. My oral argument isn't the matter. It's it doesn't change history. If somebody is I've got a lot of other things I'm really worried about than a statue. And if I care enough in one of the arguments, Teddy Roosevelt, I will make sure my children learn about Teddy Roosevelt.
7: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, President.
5: there were some people talking this weekend and they were talking about the the Tulsa riots and they were like from from 1921. And people are like, I didn't even know this happened, and I grew up there. So you can't tell me a statue is what teaches history.
7: Mm-mm.
6: No, it's the teachers that do that. When I was a uh, freshman in high school in New Kirk, Oklahoma, Mr. Arnold was our Oklahoma teacher, Oklahoma history teacher. And uh, he, he came right out, and he was like, listen, um, we're not going to hit on this a lot, but it is something that is very rarely talked about, and that's the Tulsa race riots back in 1920-something or another. So that was when I first heard about it, but we didn't cover much of it. This is what happened. This is how many people died. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. How's well,
3: that? I learned about Teddy Roosevelt from Night at the Museum and Robin Williams. So choose to learn whatever way you want. You can show Scarlett that movie.
5: No.
6: That is a horrible, horrible way to show history, Corbin.
5: <laughs> yeah, movies are a horrible way to show history.
3: It's an adorable movie.
5: I'm sure it's the, quite adorable, which the is dinosaur
3: not... dinosaur comes to life. Typically,
5: history isn't adorable. It's quite gruesome and horrible.
3: Yeah. No, you're right. That's why, you know, start off small with din- Night at the Museum. Freaking Ben Stiller. There's a monkey in that movie that's adorable. It's so cute. It's not a real monkey. Yeah. It, it's an
5: animated mo- monkey, isn't it? Like no. a CG? I thought everything on there was...
3: No, animated. it's a real monkey. I think it's a real monkey.
6: It's a real T-Rex that's chasing Oh, all got it. That's right. what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got that yeah, one. It, it wants to play fetch with the bones and the ot Yeah, 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 yeah. Or is that the second one?
3: No, stupid. It's a real monkey, but the... How do you know? Because it has it does monkey things.
5: The T-Rex does T-Rex things. For real. Have you ever played fetch with a T-Rex?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because I could see it blink.
6: The T-Rex is- blink?
3: No, no, a T-Rex does not blink because it's I've, just bones. I... Cl-
5: I clearly remember in Jurassic Park.
3: Yeah. Oh, right before he mowed movie. down
5: the goat. Ah, clearly blinking. Yeah. You guys suck. Truth. <laughs> Just don't tear down my statue. Hmm. Or erect my statue? Huh.
3: Yeah, we'll erect your statue.
2: <laughs> Speak for yourself, sister. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 5 KMOD. Wow.
5: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS, then what you want to say, to 82945. Google says Crystal the Monkey is in Night at the Museum and has a new role in the NBC NBC show, making $12,000 an episode.
3: Damn. What do monkeys spend money on?
6: Food. Cocaine, cookers, stuff like that.
3: Cigarettes.
5: (laughs) Crack, cocaine. I mean, they're in the acting world. They'll go rehab for exhaustion. Right. (laughs) Gotta buy crap to throw.
3: Uh, Major League Baseball's Players Association delayed a planned vote on the league's latest proposal for a season, further reducing the chances of games resuming at the intended date of July 19th. The players who are seeking a regular season of 70 games, that is 10 more than the owner's offer of 60, are concerned with rule changes that Commissioner Rob Manfred would implement in 2021 under the latest plan, as well as a recent spike in coronavirus cases that led to MLB closing all 32 team's spring training facilities for more extensive cleaning in an email to union head tony clark manfred reportedly offered to eliminate the 2021 components of the latest offer but called it impossible to play a 70 game regular season at this point
5: yeah tick tock that ain't gonna happen i think that's over
3: we'll try again next year buddies we'll see <laughs> don't
5: care
3: not this no.
5: football i care well, but even if it doesn't happen, I'll I'll go like this. I'll go, <sighs> okay, and then I'll move on.
3: <laughs> yep, new Netflix, new Netflix dating show will be I on, and we'll be fine. I got
5: stuff to do, man. <laughs> That's like when Tiger King ended and people were like, no, it's over. Right. You'll move on. You'll find something Like you else. have when every other show you loved ended. Don't You'll worry. You'll move on. It will be fine. I promise there's going to be another coronavirus in the future. Oh, good God, please no. Shoot. No. no, I'm not saying it'll be like, we thought 9-11 would end and we'd never have another crazy thing to deal with.
3: Mm, right. Okay. There gotcha. will be
5: another <laughs> crazy thing. Right. That's what we do as human beings. That's what separates us from other animals is we're resilient.
3: Mm-hmm. So I don't, th- move on, move along, Yep. <laughs> move along. Murder Hornets are up. That's Boss Balls of Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 K Modi. <laughs>
5: Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829-45. Qualifying people for barbecue and beer for the rest of the year, and a couple chances left, as that'll end on Thursday. And Ricky Ward of Claremore got qualified. So Ricky could win a hundred dollar G's gift card and a case of Miller Lite every month through December if he wins barbecue and for the barbecue and beer for the rest of the year, which we will give away on Friday. All right. Jeff Hensley's joining us now on the line. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great, sir. Jeff and anybody in his office at Hensley and Associates can help you with anything that has to do with family law, child support, divorce, paternity, guardianship, grandparents rights, adult guardianship, all those questions he can answer. And he's available right now to answer them for free with us on the radio. So 918-460-KMOD or text it if you'd like, BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. Jeff, I'm going to loft a softball towards you for your first one. It's a text that (laughs) came in. It says I got married in Tulsa County and currently live in Wagner County. I'm going to get divorced.
10: Do I file in the county I live in or the county I was married in? Oh, you, you file in the county that you live in. It doesn't matter where you were married. I mean, you could be married in the Virgin Islands or in Russia or, you know, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter where you are married. You have to file where you live. That's It's called jurisdiction. So, you know, a particular area has to have jurisdiction over the individual. And that's usually because they live there. So um, the exception would be, you know, if you're married with kids and let's say you've already split and one party is living in Wagner County with the child and the other... Parties living in Tulsa County, you would have to file in Wagner because that's the home county for that child. So, um, but typically it's where you live. Absolutely. Jeff
5: Hensley's on with us. If you have a question about a divorce or custody or spousal support, he can answer those questions. 918-460-KMOD.
3: Um, okay. So I have a question. I know that you are a family attorney, but I watch this show called How to Commit Murder and um, I have a murder question. I've heard in this show twice that someone was talking about killing someone and they're like, hey, you can tell me I'm your lawyer. We've got confidentiality. And then I've heard them say, if you killed them, don't tell me. And so just as a lawyer, if you were to commit murder or crime or whatever it is, and are you allowed to tell your lawyer and your lawyer can't tell anybody? Or if it's something bad, then your lawyer has to tell somebody.
10: Well, you know, it's interesting you bring that question up. There's been all sorts of uh, stuff over the news in the last five or 10 years about this subject, specifically dealing with a, an attorney up in uh, New York, I think it was, where uh, he was told exactly where the murder was done, who was killed, where the body was buried and all that. And he, you know, he kept it to himself under the attorney-client privilege. So, I mean, typically anything you tell your attorney is protected, okay? As long as it's just you and the attorney or you and the attorney's office, that information is protected information. Uh, when an attorney says "Don't tell me," I mean we don't want the burden of knowing. Okay, I mean that's that's a hard burden for us to deal with, even knowing um, if it's true or not. So you know, it in, just know that anything you tell your attorney is privileged. Uh, the exception to the rule would be is if you you know have somebody in the room with you when you're talking to your attorney, then it's no longer privileged. But Anything you say to your attorney or your attorney's office is considered privileged and protected.
5: What about spouses? Because I know that there are some instances where you can file a motion so your spouse won't have to testify.
10: Right. There's a spousal immunity that comes in the, uh, in the criminal division side of things. And that essentially says, you know, if you're a spouse, you can't be forced to testify against your own spouse. So if your husband commits murder or, a crime of some sort, and they want to use you as a witness, you can say, look, I'm his spouse. I'm, I'm going to use the spousal privilege, and I don't want to and don't have to testify against him.
3: Does so, common yeah, law th- count? That, that
10: does exist.
5: Does common law spouse count, Jeff?
10: <laughs> Asking for um, a friend. This, did Simba do something this weekend? That we <laughs> no, after, I'm just uh...
3: curious. It's just a curious thing I wanted to know.
10: Uh, if you were truly common law married, yes, if you can use the spousal uh, immunity. That's correct.
5: Jeff Hinsley's on with us. You've got a question about family law. We've, <laughs> I think we've, you know, went down that road Sorry. enough already. So family law, there's a text that says if I never got my father's rights through the court and my daughter's mother passed away, do I still need to get my father rights or does it happen automatically?
10: Well, I think we had a, a similar question like this last last week. It's not automatic. Just because she passes away doesn't mean that you automatically get your rights. You're still going to have to do a paternity case. Uh, to get rights to that child and establish the rights through what we call adjudication by a court stating that you are the biological uh, and natural father. So no, he whoever it is, you're going to have to still go and do a paternity case. Give me a call. We can help with that. That shouldn't be a problem at all. Interesting question is, is where exactly is the child? Is the child under a guardianship? You know, what's happened to the child now that mom has passed? So but we can help you with that as well too. So give me a holler.
5: I can understand how a father uh, or believe perceived father would think that's true, but you have to kind of simplify it. Don't you, where you go, the state defines the mom and dad, either they're married or they've done the paperwork to tell the state that this is the father.
10: Right. I mean, as I've said before, under title 10 70, uh, section 7,700, the very last thing says mom's got sole custody until dad does something about it in a court of law, meaning dad has no legal rights to the child in any way, shape or form until he has been adjudicated by a court of law to be the actual father. I mean, even if you're on the birth certificate, even if you've signed an acknowledgement of paternity at the hospital, that only gives you a presumption in the state of Oklahoma that you're dad, it doesn't give you any automatic rights um, for better, for worse. That's the way it's been since November 1st of 2011. So we're coming up on, you know, nine years of living under this, uh, or I guess we should say, uh, yeah, about nine years of of living with this particular issue. It didn't used to be that way. The the paternity statute prior to 2011 used to say that mom and dad had 50-50, but then the legislature changed it to where mom's got sole custody and dad has to prove to the court uh, through a paternity action that he is the actual father and deserves rights to that child. So um, it's just the hell that dads have been living under for the last nine years here in Oklahoma. Does that law modernize paternity
5: law with our state or put us a step backwards?
10: Man, that's a good question. I've wrestled with this in my head for a while, and, and I know that there's a group of lawyers. We've talked about it off and on throughout the years. I mean, we as human beings, right, have this inherent idea, oh, I've made a baby and, and therefore I should have rights to it. okay? I mean that, that's just a, a very simple uh, natural ideal and belief, I guess, if you will. Um, I think the reason the court, and I don't know this because I've not read any rhetoric about it from the from the legislature, but my thought on it is is that the reason the reason the legislature did what they did was because, they wanted to uh, shore up any particular issues in regards to who's got the kid and who doesn't. I I imagine just as we get in divorce cases, we had a lot of people playing hide the ball um, with the child until there's an actual custody order. So um, in my opinion, it's a slight step forward. It is in my opinion as well, that it's a step back because uh, Oklahoma used to have something called the tender years doctrine. It doesn't exist anymore, but the idea was is that when a child was under a particular age, that custody should automatically go to mom, 10 to years being from birth to about four or five years old. Um, and, and that's kind of, in my opinion, what this paternity statute has done is said, well, you know, the baby needs to be with mom no matter what. These kids need to be with mom no matter what. And of course, as a dad of four kids myself, I can obviously and very and, and much tell you that kids need their fathers too. And so I, I think it is somewhat of a step backwards uh, that a man has to prove that he's, he's the father uh, to have any sort of rights to that child. But, you know, it's it's an evolving thing. Hopefully somebody will challenge it someday and it'll evolve back into something different. So we'll kind of see how it happens.
5: Uh, Jeff, we've got a really fascinating one. I'm intrigued to hear your answer, and I think I know, but I'm still intrigued. Uh, I purchased an Infiniti SUV uh, car for an extra vehicle for my wife. We are separated. Can I sell if I choose? It says and or on the title between names.
10: Okay, so let's break this down into several, several pieces. I mean, the first off is if you were separated and you bought something for her and the debt is in your name, the debt is yours. Now, I assume that he gave the car to his wife as a loaner or as a gift for whatever reason or as a, hey, this is something you need. I mean, if it says and or he has the right to do whatever he wants to with it, especially if he is the individual that um whose debt the name is in I mean the fact that he gave it to her great uh the also question becomes is did he buy it for her because she needed something to transport the kids around in and if he sells it from underneath or what's he going to what's she going to drive to be able to transport those children so there there's a you know a couple facets of things to think about here but the the short answer to the question is is that if it's an and or, or, in my opinion, and he's the one that purchased it, now the question is: is that's the title? But what's the loan? If the loan is in his name, it's it's a separated marital debt, and he can do whatever he wants to with it. That's my take on it, anyway.
5: But if you're in a separation, potentially a divorce, do you should one
10: be selling assets? You really shouldn't. I mean, the only time you should sell an asset is if you need it uh, for everyday you know, living kind of things, groceries, gas, that kind of deal, you're allowed to under the law. Uh, once a divorce decree, once a di- not a decree, once a divorce petition has been filed, there's something called an automatic temporary injunction that says, hey, you know, you got to basically keep the status quo until the court does something different, which means no selling items, no changing insurances, no canceling insurances, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, should you? I don't think you should simply because um, it's an ass If it's bought during the marriage, it's an asset and it needs to be dealt with. Um yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think it's a smart thing to go selling a ton of stuff unless you need that item to be sold to be able to have cash to live off of. But you're going to have to keep a list of expenses as to where that money went to prove that you used it for everyday expenses as opposed to, you know, going out to the uh, getting your nails done or going out and, and uh, going to movies and going out to eat excessively and that kind of stuff. So being a petty you know, be betty, cautious with it
5: motive would be an important factor on how the judge would interpret that asset being sold. I would imagine.
10: I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to look at why it was sold and we're going to have to deal with that, especially if it was a marital asset. Absolutely.
5: Uh, Let's go to Sabrina is on. Sabrina has a question. Sabrina, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and associates.
4: Hi, Jeff. My question is about a couple that in September, she told him she wanted him to take the kid, and they signed uh, gar- Yeah. Anyway, they signed that the next day. Then they started going to court to try to finalize custody, but there's an old mediation that was never done, and, and side note, they were never married. Well, they can't get her to come to mediation, so what happens after that?
10: Well, I mean, if she's refusing to come to mediation at that point, you get a letter from the mediator that said that, you know, he showed up with his attorney, she failed to do so. And then you take it to trial at that point.
4: Okay. Boom. All right. Very good.
10: Sabrina. I mean, you have to, there, there's only so many things that you can do to try to force somebody to mediation. I mean, if you get in, mediation is required in every single case, but there is also you can do a motion to enforce or motion to require mediation at which point, if the individual fails to show up, you could then file a contempt citation, uh, as well as move on to a trial phase. So, you know, uh, has the person been involved in every other aspect of the the case, or or not?
4: No, not every. Yes, as- no, not every aspect. Just when it got where she, I guess she got a slap in the face, and she's like, you know, I'm going to lose custody and control. So. I, I really, I, I'm assuming that's what I shouldn't assume, but that's the only reason I know of.
10: Very good. Well, You're sweet. And, and, I, and I will say, you know, what ha- needs to happen is just get a letter from the mediator that she said they showed up, she did not, and set it for trial. I mean, that's really what needs to happen. No more waiting around, because if she's not wanting to be involved in the mediation process, it tells me she's probably not interested in a settlement in any way, shape, or form. Just take it to trial yeah, and let it judge decide.
4: See, he can't get child support because there's no, you know, custody agreement, I guess, or legal agreement that he should
10: get. but But that's not true. And here's why. I mean, he can always go and open a DHS collection case at DHS. The money goes with the kids. So what that means is, is whoever has control of those kids can go and file for DHS. Uh, to open a case against her? Does she have a job or is she unemployed all yes, the
4: time? Yes, she has a job.
10: Okay. My advice, and hopefully his attorney. I assume he's represented. Yes. Yes. Okay. The attorney should know that he can go and open up a DHS case. Okay. And at which point you can then they can then start a case against the mother for child support. That's always an option because the money goes where the kids go.
4: Okay. I guess he tried at um, child support office, but he needs to go through DHS.
10: Well, that is the child support office is what I'm talking about. What did they tell hmm. him?
4: They told him that there was no um, legal document saying that he had custody and or uh, permanent custody. And do you he think needs, she's he needs to call me? I
10: mean, DHS? here's the thing that I'm assuming he'd spoke with a worker rather than with an attorney that, that doesn't make any sense at all because any individual that's taking care of a child and mom and dad are absent or the other side's absent or something, they can always go and open a DHS collection case. But so, what about,
5: Jeff, what about how when you go to file something like that, what paperwork do you need to show that you do have custody of that child? Can Or well, can I mean, anybody just walk in?
10: I mean, typically, if you're going to have that, you're going to have some sort of order out of the court that says you've got you know, some sort of custody. I guess my question is, is why hasn't he had any sort of order from the court that says that he has custody? If you're going to a mediation phase, it typically means you've already been through a temporary order hearing and all sorts of stuff where you've been granted custody. So, I mean, why has that not happened? Why are you so, why is there a mediation going on or trying to go on when there's no custody orders yet? That makes no sense.
4: Well, and that's why I'm called in this morning. None of it makes sense to me.
10: Yeah. Why, don't, why don't you have him call me and we, you know, there's obviously too much to do on the air, but having called me at my office this week, I'd be happy to talk to him about it and get to the bottom of it.
5: All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. Have a good day. Uh, we've still got more calls that I want to get to because the the topics are great. Step parent rights and a custody one, but Casey's on right now. Hi, Casey. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. What's your question for Jeff Hensley of Hensley and associates?
1: Well, I just have a question. I mean, I've seen it on Facebook here lately, and I know a lot of states have these weird laws that one of Oklahoma's is adultery. If you're married, you know, you can get charged for
4: committing adultery. Does that apply?
10: I will tell you this. If there's any district attorney in this state that wants to prosecute people for adultery, I will tell you that the jail system would be so damn full um, <laughs> that it would be ridiculously overwhelming. In 15 years, right. I've never heard of anybody in any part of this state, any district attorney filing for adultery. Hell, I've known some DAs really? that have committed adultery, okay? So that being, that with, that being said, okay, with that being said, it's not a law that's actually ever practiced, okay? I've never seen it happen in 15 years. I've never heard of it. Um, I've heard of bigotry being potentially prosecuted, um, but I've never heard of adultery. So, you know, remember in the state of Oklahoma, there are 12 different ways to get divorced anywhere from adultery to um, being uh, insane to abandonment to, you know, what most people, and I will say 99.9% of people file is the incompatibility. Now, understand incompat- incompatibility is nothing more than a no-fault divorce. That means you don't have to prove anything. You don't have to file anything that's and prove that the individual committed something. I mean, when you file under adultery, that means you then have to prove to the court that the person actually committed adultery. okay? And that's going to take a lot of work to prove. So most people, unless you have a particular reason for calling that other side out to embarrass them for adultery, uh, such as maybe they're uh, a minister or a youth pastor or uh, a prominent member of society or something that you want to embarrass. There's no reason to file under adultery. You, you know, 99.9% of people will file under incompatibility because there's no burden of proof at that point. Very good. Hello? All
5: right. Thank you so much, Casey. Have a good day. Uh, let's go to Holly has a question about custody. Go ahead, Holly. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley and Associates.
1: Good morning. Okay, so I have um, a doozy for you. So my husband um, and his baby's mother, obviously they had a kid together. My husband went to jail when my stepson was about a year old, Um, and he was just released from prison um, in February. Now, while my husband was in prison, baby's mother got into trouble with DHS. There was a whole thing with drugs and so on and so forth. She's was completed and did everything DHS wanted them to do the um, final placement hearing. Wasn't supposed to be until April. So we thought we'd be able to go ahead and just show up at court. We already did the paternity through DHS and everything while he was in prison. So we have proof of paternity and everything. So we call when he gets out and they said, Oh, well, we've already given her, we already closed that case out. So we didn't, we kind of didn't really know what to do after that. And so now we don't know, we, we know that she's either in Tulsa or in Oklahoma city and we we don't we just don't know what to do in order to go forward and try and get 50 we don't know where to start we we want 50 custody we won't communicate with him talk to him anything at all at all
10: okay so let me ask a few questions when you say the case was closed out was the child returned to the mother or was the child adopted yeah. out do you know
1: he was returned to the mother um at first he was placed with uh first he was in a temporary home then he was placed with family in oklahoma city and then she eventually she did everything required of her and like i said we thought the permanency hearing was in april which is what all the paperwork that we had said but when we called in february they had said nope it's already been closed and mom has him that's odd yes and his rights were never um like we had a public defender during this time who was communicating with him and we communicated very well with dhs and everything else even though he was incarcerated because we we don't we didn't want his rights to be taken and and they weren't to my knowledge so we're we're just we don't really know where to go from here like i said she won't communicate with us i'm pretty sure she's not even in Tulsa anymore she's probably in oklahoma city but so we just I mean, don't we know need how to, to go about it.
10: we need so to file a paternity action and we can track her down that's not a problem um and awesome. we just need to serve her now the thing is is that if the child that's living in Oklahoma City will have to deal with the case in Oklahoma City as opposed to dealing with it in Tulsa because Tulsa doesn't have jurisdiction if they've been down in Oklahoma City more than 30 days, which is more than likely the case. So, you know, uh, what you're going to want to do is file a paternity action if you don't want to hire us to drive to Oklahoma City, which is understandable. You know, you would want to hire an Oklahoma City attorney to prosecute the case down there so that you can get all that stuff going. All right. Very good. Thank okay. you so much.
1: we did want to hire you? Because you sound like you know your stuff.
10: <laughs> yeah, my, girl. I appreciate that. Give, like, I, like I really that. Give of my office a and call, everything. okay? <laughs> give your name and number to Gimpy before you hang up, and yeah. we'll give you a call and we'll get right. you set
5: up, okay? Holly, I'm going to put you on hold, and you'll talk to Gimpy, okay? Awesome.
1: Thanks,
8: Corbin. All right.
5: Uh, let's go to Wayne's. going to be our last one. Wayne, go ahead. You're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. He knows what he's talking about.
8: Yes, he does. <laughs> I have a cousin that... I have a cousin that is divorcing her wife, and she keeps telling her what she's going to do with the stepson, and it's my kid, it's my kid, it's my kid. And I told her legally she has no rights to the child.
10: Is that correct? Now, this is a a lesbian marriage, yes? Yes. Okay. I don't care that it is. I'm not trying to, to. I only ask that question because there's some specific case law out there about rights to a child when you're dealing with a lesbian relationship. Now, my, here's my question. Was the child a product of a previous relationship?
8: Yes, yes. And now they have a child together, and she was awarded, my cousin was awarded primary custody.
10: Okay. I mean, typically, in most instances, step-parents don't have really any rights in the state of Oklahoma. There are a few exceptions to the rule, when it comes to lesbian or homosexual relationships, there's been specific case law passed on it recent, uh, within the last five years. Um, you know, have him give me a call. I'd like to talk to him and, and go through it with them and get a few more details. But, I mean, how involved has that has she been with this stepchild? Super involved or not really involved or what?
8: Uh, the past three years. The past together. three years, three what, years.
10: super involved or?
8: yeah there she was yeah super involved
10: okay how old's the child uh 12. okay is there any reason that your cousin wouldn't let her see the kid every now and then
8: uh no she just tries to tell her what she's going to do with him and how it's going to work and what you're going to where you're going to play baseball and who's going to be the coach and what's he going to wear and well, Who's she doesn't have any it? rights.
10: to – she has no rights whatsoever to to, to do any of that decision making. That's not what part of it. I mean, she has to understand that they're getting divorced, and she doesn't have any say so in that stuff. But if she and wants to maintain a relationship,
8: one hundred percent,
10: not co-parenting, and that's a problem. And that's probably why your cousin got primaries because she doesn't. The other one doesn't know how to co-parent at at all. Okay. Yeah. So have your cousin give me a call. I'd love to talk to her about it.
5: Okay. Very good. Thank you so much, man. Have a good day.
10: You're a good cousin.
5: All right. See you later. Listen, yeah, good cousin. Je- Jeff knows what he's talking about. That's one of the reasons <laughs> we have him on. He's He's clearly well-rounded when it comes to family law. So what are you waiting for? Get him on with you so you can get that family law situation take it up, taken care of. It doesn't matter if it's child support or custody or spousal support or a unique situation where maybe your 18-year-old child whose special needs is turning that age where they don't need consent anymore, but you still need to be involved in the lives. Jeff can answer all those questions, and you can call him at 918-398-5692. For Hensley & Associates, mention KMOD in the Big Man Morning Show give you free consult. Over the phone. Jeff, it's always great to talk to you, man. Have a great day.
10: Thanks, you guys too. Take care now.
2: All right, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD.
5: Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918 460 KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to eight two nine four
10: five.
3: Um, what? okay. I have a. Rant. I. Oh, I, I love. have. To, yes, I know. Oh. Okay. I really. I need to. I need to ask you and Gimpy something, as I am. Well, we j-
5: listen, we love you, but mm-hmm. not like that. We're <laughs> glad to be your friend. <laughs> I'll do whatever you need to do, but I'm. I won't do that. Uh, well said, Meatloaf. N-
3: no. Okay. I feel, like, ridiculous even asking this. I'm um, so excited you, right f- now.
6: For real. Come on, spit it out.
3: Does, does twerking turn you on, and does your significant other twerk for you?
6: And a uh, left field. Question
7: from
6: Gimpy? Um... Yes, and yes.
3: Uh, do you have you asked your girlfriend to twerk for you?
5: No, she just does it. <laughs> like she'll just, you know, get peanut butter or some jiff out of the pantry and is like, yeah,
6: I can't even do it, but like basically. tries to twerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or be she be she. Be, I, be, I, be, I be I be I be I be walking. Or I be sitting there playing my game, and then she be walking by. This is how much it gets me excited. <laughs> I'll be sitting there playing my game, and she'll like grab a drink to go outside and hang out, smoke or whatever, and then just like drop it right there. Boom! Start twerking in front of me. Maybe to interrupt my game. Maybe to get my attention to go outside.
3: I don't care. It's a
6: power I move. Like I like it's it. It's a power move. Keep yeah, doing it. That
3: is a good Keep power shaking
6: move. Shaking that ass. Shaking that ass. Minding you, she's got control. Yeah, uh, yeah. I finish my game and then eventually go outside. So who's really in control? Uh, her. <laughs> she still got you to go outside. Yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> but so have you um, either in the bedroom or not in the bedroom been like, hey, will you please twerk for me?
6: No. This seems weird to ask. Is
3: it weird to ask?
6: Yes, it's weird to ask. Okay. It should just be done naturally.
3: Okay. You sound
6: pathetic when you ask somebody, "Can you please twerk for me? I'm awfully lonely." I don't think that makes
5: I don't think that makes you pathetic. I just I think there's nothing pathetic about asking your partner to do the things you want sexually.
3: I think it's hot when Jeff asks me for specific things, like, you know. Insert whatever sorry, taking that back. Whatever it is that he specifically asked for, I think it's hot like to take dom to like dominate me in that way, to be like, hey, do this. So if it was twerking, I, I don't think it sounds pathetic to be like, you know, shake that ass for me. Question it ta- it do you have to, Do you have to throw
5: it. in an expletive? Like shake that ass, bitch.
3: <laughs> oh, I was thinking shake that four
5: slut, whatever your power word yeah. is you like when you dirty talk.
3: Yeah, I'm more of a slut than a whore. Whore so, feels so, more hurtful.
5: Because I think what Gimpy's thinking is, it's this: Hey, will you t- twerk a for me, ma'am, please? <laughs>
3: no, that's weird. But
5: you're saying twerk for me, slut. Yeah, like, that might work. Yeah. Okay.
3: Twerk for me, baby.
5: Hmm. Seems Endearing. weird to be asking. It de- <laughs> uh, I, I, I. Yes, and yes, and no. Like, I've seen some twerking that isn't hot.
3: But is it something that you um, like ask for your wife to do for you?
5: No, no, No. I don't know. I don't. I don't keep a journal. Dear diary,
6: today I I don't. I don't
5: don't plan out those things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They just kind of happens. So I guess there's a possibility in the moment. I've been like (laughs) twerk
6: for me. See, it sounds Bit funny itch.
5: just saying this, doesn't it? <laughs> um, sounds weird. But I, I don't know. Now that we've answered that, quickly, why are you asking?
3: Well, because, uh, uh, you know, I do stuff for social media, and every time we post twerk videos, it gets a lot of hits because everyone likes watching people twerk. And so...
5: <clears throat> that's not correct. It's not correct.
3: How is that not correct?
5: Because you you generalized rather than were specific. Mm.
3: Most people like watching uh, people uh, twerk. Nope,
5: nope. No. Women. Most people Ooh. like watching women, women twerk. twerk. Yes, yeah, right. that's, yes, that's <laughs> Just correct. Some random dude. Mm. I don't want to see a dude. No. You know what? I'll <laughs> take the challenge. Today put up a video of men twerking. See how well it does.
3: Oh, okay. That's good. First, you got to find one.
5: <laughs> oh, they're out there. <laughs> I, they are out there.
3: I, you know, there was a clip of you trying to twerk for a second. You and Gimpy should have a twerk off.
6: Uh, I'm just no. going to go ahead and hit this button right here. that says, "No." Nope. I think it's a good idea. I would love no, I think it. that's fine. Why don't you go first? I'm good. I'm good.
3: No? I'm good. You don't even want to try?
6: Nah, I'm good. We look. Look at that. We're out of time. Man, that sucks. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm
5: not. I'm. I. I would twerk to be ridiculous, but. I don't twerk.
3: You wouldn't, you like try to twerk?
5: No, because twerking simulates what?
3: Dropping that ass.
5: Which simulates what?
3: Shaking that ass.
5: Which is simulating? Sex. Yes. I guess. With somebody that has a certain genital. Yeah. So for a man to do it. Pop it, pop it. What?
3: You pop it, pop it.
5: What's that have to do with anything?
3: When you twerk, you pop it.
5: Okay. <laughs> I'm just going gonna- to encapsulate that really quickly. Um, twerking is a simulation of sexual act. Yeah. So for a man to do it emulates they're doing a sexual act. Oh,
3: popping okay. Popping it I'm or ball- otherwise. Okay, yes. I'm so
5: for a man following. to do it emulates that they have had sex in that position.
3: Okay. Now I understand why you two don't want to have any fun. That sounds good.
5: If that's fun, then I'm boring. We got to take a break and we'll be back.
2: You're listening to the Big Man Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOT. Good morning. It's the
5: Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Time to find out what everybody learned. We'll start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today?
3: I found out where Tunisia is and that, oh, Gimpy, you can breathe. You're in the clear. Don't worry.
5: Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I
6: learned that Corbin gave us the same amount of time on the game as he does others in the sack.
5: (laughs) And that, just call it whatever you want. Just stick it in my mouth. Uh, I learned that Gimpy saved, saved lives, which is quite the advancement from saving roaches. <laughs> <laughs> and I also learned that Sam's back in her true Sam Zone fashion. Scorpion, <laughs> say, make sure that dishwasher's loaded right.
3: I'm Seaman Sam, and this is your mother.
5: This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank
3: you. Thank you far too
0: kind. Uh, woo, yeah. Ready? Uh, woo, let's go. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Can roll with the Brooklyn boys, so for one last time I need y'all to Uh, uh, roll. Yeah, uh. now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise.
8: Enter password Corbin. New messages. The Big Mad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, 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 total
2: douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We, we honor and respect you.
1: We honor and respect you.
2: We honor and respect you. God bless.
5: Rock and roll. It's
2: over. Bicycle uh, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa